Y'all commercial niggas better have a coke and a smile. Y'all shot I conversate with many men. It's time to begin again. Forgot what I already knew. You hear me, friend? Illuminati want my mind, soul, and my body. Secret society trying to keep the army. What's poppin' internet? The Black Okage here, aka TBH. And to be honest, I'd like to welcome you guys back to the Gaming Illuminati podcast. There is plenty of Sony slander in store for episode 54. And rocking with me today is my co-host with the most fucked up eyebrows in NBA 2K16's face scan history. UTX, JG the Don. Open a statement and what you been playing, man. Hey, man. I've seen other people fucked up eyebrows lately. They just can't get it right. It's not my fault. It's 2K's fault. Uh, lately, I've been playing Attack on Titan. I went ahead and beat that game. And of course, we've been on Paragon. And uh, let's see what else I've been playing. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, that's all I've been playing. True, true, true. And my second co host can be found shopping at the pawn store in Hardcore Pawn found in Detroit. Gaming Ethos. What you been up to? What you been playing? Let the people know. I told you I actually went there to buy a game. Would you believe me? Yeah, I would. <laughs> well, There's I not a lot of stores in Detroit. Uh, actually, okay. Anyways, <laughs> um, I've been playing Overwatch competitive. Um, yeah, I beat Metal Gear Rising finally, and then I uh, I'm playing the original Devil May Cry. True, true, true. And our special guest for today is the true leader of the UTX clan. So JG answers to him on a daily. He's one of the three GMG members who actually plays games before speaking about them. Oh, God. And he's here to bless the mic. UTX Prophecy. Say what up to the people and let them know what you've been playing. More than a man, I'm a god. And, uh, yeah, I've been playing art survival ridiculously amount. Uh, and as well as TK Prelude, obviously. Battlefield 1, Beta... And uh, a lot of these games on this mobile. Yeah. True, true, true. And where can people find your channel at? Uh, UTX Prophecy the Great at YouTube.com. Hey, and my opening statement for today is there is currently a petition going around the internet with the whole uh, Colin Kaepernick drama going on. People are trying to get the national anthem changed to the dits, the Dipset anthem. So if you guys want to see Killer Cam and, you know, Joel Santana Jones, uh, you know, during the national anthem, make sure to sign that petition. You know what I'm saying? Not that it's going to do anything, but I still think it's funny. I still think it's funny. And of course, the show is available in audio format on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher Radio, and the Google Play Store. So you can take the show on the go. Be sure to also subscribe to our group channel at youtube.com slash GI updates. Now, enough with the promo. Let's get into the show. Opening conversation this past week was the beta for Battlefield 1. It was available on Xbox One, PS4, and PC for free. So if you're still on 360 and ps3 upgrade your life um you the guest of the show i'm gonna give you the floor prof what's your thoughts on the battlefield one beta uh my, my full like real thoughts on it i thought it was uh, pretty decent it's not a game that i feel like i would go out the way and spend 60 bucks on but i know that a lot of my boys will get it so it's not like a game that i need to have but i'll get it because i know my boys is on it i felt like there was uh some issues with rush i like to play rush a lot uh, when you were attacking, it seemed like they were way too close to the bomb and they were like uphill and it was very hard to get past because there was nothing but snipers sniping you down 24-7. But like the nigga on the horses had 10 million health. You couldn't kill the horse at all. I don't know what the hell that was, but that was an issue. I felt like uh, there was some issues with the tank. I feel like the tank is super OP. Either that or just nobody on PS4 decides to destroy anything. So you guys got to remember, I'm on PS4, so I don't have a full PC experience, but... There's a lot of dudes on PS4 that feel like it's Call of Duty so that I can stay back, snipe, and trick scope. Like, I seen a dude get on a horse and then hop off and try to snipe. Like, this is the type of fuck shit I have to deal with. 
Um, but I don't think it was a terrible game at all. It felt a lot like Star Wars Battlefront more than Battlefield 4. But I'll cop it if my name is copied. I'd have to uh, disagree on the uh, the tanks feeling OP. Maybe it's because the way they played on PS4. Like on PC, because like the tanks had a very limited scope of vision, it was easy to get around them and then everybody throw a grenade or hit them with a sticky bomb. Like I didn't feel like, oh, they were just fucking me up the whole time. But uh, I do agree with you on that horse shit. Them horses were tanks. I, I didn't like that shit. Yeah, I, them, I didn't. Them, them niggas lasted way too long. And the, uh, the sniping, like when you was talking about that, I think um, I think that had more to do with the, the map. Because when we, we played a different map at E3, and there was also a different map in the Alpha that I know uh, Ethos and Anon got to play. And uh, that map was so much better. That map that they put in the beta was due to, and I thought it was a bad representation of the game because it didn't have any type of real protection uh, anywhere to hide. So, like, yeah, the tanks were dominating, the, the snipers were dominating, but. The other map that I got to play at E3, that shit was fire. What about you, JJ? Uh, I agree with the points that you made about the map. I, I didn't like the map either, and a lot. I feel like it turned you know a certain amount of people off that ne- uh, didn't necessarily like Battlefield. Um, I definitely liked the map that we played at E3 way, way better. Uh, the people on that particular map that we were playing on the beta, they were hanging in the back and sniping, and it was just a bad experience just because of the people, in my opinion. Um, there were also some like technical glitches that didn't really do anything, but it was just kind of annoying. Like uh, the whole satchel thing, I was spinning around. It kind of looked like a shield was over you or something. So it was just annoying. Uh, didn't do anything. So that was like one glitch. Uh, of course, you mentioned the horses being a little bit OP. That was another thing. Uh, I definitely disagree about the tanks. Um, they were definitely like way easier to me to destroy and there was very limited vision uh, unless you went in a third person mode so that was another like thing that i had to get used to uh, as far as uh you know compared to battlefield 4 and battlefield 3 uh i felt like this was more like battlefield 3 it felt more like battlefield 3 than battlefield 4 uh but i understand what you were saying prof about like uh, i feel like some of the visuals definitely gave it that battlefront feel so I, I i feel where you were going with that one but then that like i felt like everything else was fine like all the mechanics were fine to me it, it felt like i was right at home uh i didn't feel like it was too much of a uh of a difference to get used to the world war one weapons compared to being in modern times so yeah like i say since i feel right at home i'm definitely going to copy it i just want to play on other maps like the beta just got boring early just because of the map like the map was just terrible but uh i'll definitely be copying it when it comes out let me, um, let me oh, add something else real quick. Uh, there was actually a glitch on Xbox One that when people were on a certain side of the map, you couldn't get headshots. Like it was like not registering as any damage when you were hitting people. So those are the type of things that were happening over here on the console, um, Master Race. So I just wanted to point that out. Like, <laughs> I, yeah, I saw of, some people complaining about that. Yeah, there was definitely a lot of issues as far as certain guns like not even working like there was a period of time where i pulled out my gun and i was trying to shoot and bullets were not coming out at all like i really wish i recorded a lot of that gameplay and uploaded it so you can see some of the amount of glitches that we had to deal with of course every battlefield beta always had the same uh glitch where you get stuck underneath the map um that happened a few times as well what's the name like to go back to what you was talking about with the sniping like in defense of the sniping i agree with you that shit was annoying but at least on PC, like, we still, like, when we was playing as a group, we still won the majority of our matches. And they were doing the same thing on PC, just sitting back and sniping. And that's because they weren't playing the objective. They were playing Call of Duty. So, like, it was like, it was like yeah, it's like a like a, a mosquito in your face all the fucking time. It was just annoying. But we were still winning because they didn't understand how to play the game. So, I mean, it's like, it's a matter of uh, different strokes for different folks, I guess you could say. This man, Ito's been quiet, though. What's your thoughts on Battlefield 1? Um... I kind of was unimpressed. 
I agree. I think it was because of the map. Like the open beta is gonna really turn off. So like what? Because I agree that that map I played on the alpha was flame. That this new map, I'm half and half. Like that new map was just boring as shit. I wasn't really having fun playing it. Did you guys um, notice that they put all the like on conquest mode? They put like all the maps on like one side of the map. Like I, I just ultimately yeah. think that the, the map was just so trash. Like I the think that's the reason why people had so much. Like me personally, that's the reason why I had issues with it. Outside of the technical issues, like it just seemed like it was just a really shitty map. Like I really wanted the map that they were showing when my uncle Snoop was sitting up there smoking the blunt with the uh, with the uh, uh, blunt falling down. Like that was the map they should have gave us. I, I saw a lot of people complaining. They was like, "Yo, this isn't Battlefield." And I'm like, "I've I've played plenty of Battlefield. It felt like Battlefield. It was like it, the map just sucked. I felt like, and because the map sucked, people were just making up all these things in his head. Because like, like, would you would you do any of y'all agree with that statement? It didn't feel like Battlefield. Because I would ask a person like that, what what about it wasn't Battlefield? That's ridiculous. I I, I saw some people trying to say that. I, I think it's the map, but I think a lot of people were trying to say like, this is like Battlefront. This isn't Battlefield. I was like, what are you talking about? Like the guns have kick. They have recoil, more recoil than we've had in the past couple of Battlefields. Uh, it feels like Battlefield. It feels like BF3, honestly. Like it feels like a, a perfect fusion of like Battlefield 3 and Bad Company 2 from like a destruction standpoint. I, I, I stated by I saying that I felt like it was more like Battlefront to Battlefield 4. But I felt like Battlefield 4 was a lot more grittier. It was a lot more like the characters were a lot more heavier. Yeah, you're, you're talking um, visual wise. Yeah, yeah. No, no, I'm talking like actually gameplay wise. Like because in this game it seemed like you were very loose. Like you could move and like very freely versus Battlefield 4 where it was like kind of a little bit more stiff. I don't know. I just felt like it was like a more realistic Battlefield than Battlefield 4. Whereas Battlefield 3, that's like the introduction to me to like Call of Duty feel because it became a lot more like fast paced and a lot more uh, see who can get the best type of kills. And like, that's when I think a lot of Call of Duty players started really, really getting into it and like fucking up the game versus bad company players who used to play it back in the day. Mm. What did I think about that dynamic weather? That was cool. Yeah, was cool. true, 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 true. It was true. annoying, but cool. <laughs> it didn't bother me. Like I didn't, I barely noticed it because it didn't happen that much. Um, sandstorm. Uh, I didn't even really notice that much, to be honest. But when it did happen, for some reason, it always happened when the nigga was in the train. And that train, bro. Wait, fuck that train, dude. That that, that train was so fucking stupid. I don't even understand yeah. the point of that shit. I, I it only happens when the team's thing. losing, and you're losing so bad. By the time the train comes, it's like, what is this supposed to do for me? Yeah, that I, I watched a dude. I ain't gonna say watched. I, I was a part of an ass whooping. What the fuck is this nigga doing outside? Uh, I watched an ass whooping <laughs> where <laughs> the Giants just scored. So obviously, I'm in New York. Some niggas is out here screaming. But I watched, I watched, I was a part of an ass whooper where the dude was in the train and got like 25 kills in that motherfucker and had two deaths. Like, I don't even know how I could even stop it. I was throwing grenades, trying to blow it up, everything, and he was just blowing me up out of nowhere. I don't know what the hell they was thinking about on that aspect, and I hope that there's not more train action in other maps. Bro. Not just, not to be funny, but like on console, when the, when the weather changes would happen, like the sandstorm, were there frame drops? Like, what was the frame rate like? Yeah, it was dropping, but like it was it was a lot more stable than a lot of other games. Um, okay. So it wasn't like it was bad frame rate wise. It was just it happened every once in a while. More so I think going around the general consistency is for the most part we liked it, but that map is trash. They it was it was a bad first impression for a lot of people because of that map. Eh, eh, eh. Agreed. Right. Agreed. 
True, 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 true. All right, all right. Like, let, let's talk cool news. I know Ethos gonna get quiet. <laughs> I'll just mute myself. <laughs> NBA 2K17, the prelude demo came out. The app to scan your face, bro. First of all, let's talk about the face scanning. How do y'all feel about this compared to last year's or even the previous years? What about you, Prof? What did you think? I never used last year. Um, I didn't have a PS4 camera, and I was not fucking going out and buying sixty dollars, a hundred dollar camera just to scan my face. But this year, I can honestly say it took me twenty times, but it actually got my features a lot, you know, pretty pretty good. So um, I also didn't play the live, so I remember I heard you compare it to lives, but I thought it, it worked pretty good. Um, it, it got people. There wasn't as much funny faces as there was last year. Like last year was really fucked up. Um, I, I seen your video and I seen other people tweeting it out, but like uh, there wasn't. It wasn't as bad as it was last year. Um, and, I think a lot of it has to do with the lighting effects. Like 2K don't really know what the hell they're talking about. Like they got to realize they're speaking to niggas when they're talking about getting your lighting right and stuff like that. Like people are making it seem like they can literally go in the bathroom or, you know what I'm saying? Like you actually got to have nice Niggas don't understand the difference between fluorescent lighting and a fucking cheap ass yellow light bulb. Right. Like I know niggas was probably dumb enough to use their phone light on there and trying to take pictures and scan shit like that. Like, you know, so it wasn't bad. I just... Mine actually came out pretty good. I seen yours, uh, JG, with the exception of them, them eyebrows. Although your eyebrows actually kind of look kind of accurate. Not not even hating. Like low key, they was they was actually kind of accurate. Like but, it looks like no, like it looks like I like cut my eyebrows off and then like smeared some black eye, uh, like eyebrow liner on my face. Like that's what it looked like. Yeah, but I, I thought it did a good job, um, especially for uh, a lot of other people that I see. And I think that this will also bring a lot more people into showing their faces and stuff like that instead of using the standard. Um, me specifically, like I don't uh, have a PS4 camera, so I never used it. But there was no excuse for me not to use it now. Like I'm a handsome nigga, so you know what I mean. I had to go ahead and <laughs> bless everybody with the boy. I, I got it on the first try. Like I, uh, I just they turned on my lights, yeah, I turned my studio lights on and I took the pictures, and then that shit it, it worked. I was actually shocked. I was like, what the fuck? I was like, this shit worked as advertised. And, and I mean, it don't 100% look like me, but it, it do look like me. The only thing that, that I didn't like was, uh, I still feel like, and this was disappointing about 2K. Like, well, let's be real here. The 2K market, about 90% of their, their demographic is black and Latino males, okay? It, it upsets me that they can't get our hairstyles right. Like, like the dreads in the game were disgusting i was like this is like little spaghetti straps are coming out his damn scalp but like it just didn't look cool i didn't look like a savage i just i i looked like fucking uh what's the old boy from eight mile was it was it mokai pfeiffer i think his name is uh well, Talk about future <laughs> no no was, was that no his name? name was future yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they had they had them type of dreads and they're the eight mile dreads i'm like this shit is disgusting and then they had long dreads that you could pull back in the game but then they had like the v hairline i'm like bro why can't i just get some dreads with a lineup and then they didn't have no. Then they had like them weird ass fades too. Like it's just like, come on, bro. What's, what's going on, bro? They copied and pasted the exact same hairstyles from Two K Sixteen. And I remember when they added those uh, those initial cropped hairlines in there, and they thought they was going to do something. Like they're still terrible. They should have added some new hairlines. Like out of all the things that they do, can they like get a barber to come up in there and then just or just get like a whole demographic of people and then just scan them? Like it doesn't have to be a celebrity or anything. Uh, you get all the athletes right and you get them their unique hairstyles but we can't use those for our my players we got to use the default hairstyles it's a damn shame when gta 5 got better hairstyles than it did with fucking 2k yeah, so 2K that's, be more yeah that's right. <laughs> but i think what 
no, what, bo- <laughs> what, what bothers me is it's like we're supposed to be NBA superstars, and like if you if you look at like the basic fades, like ninety percent of them basic fades, they be having fucked up hairlines. It's like, dog, if I'm a multi-millionaire uh, basketball player driving foreign fucking bitches and dunking basketballs, ain't no way I'm walking around with no dusty ass hairline. It's just like, come, why is this even an option, bro? Maybe yeah, like that, one or two for like the trolls, but like, why is this an option? And then like they, they know who plays the game, B. Like, Can't they know who two. niggas play the game. So, right. Like, so give us some fresh shit, B. Like, I'm with JG, fam. Like, I'm, I'm, I really want them to get a barber and just scan that nigga in and you go into the but, but here's the thing if they if they listen to this podcast you can't just be like yo they need to get a barber no they need to get a barber like a one that's really from the hood that's really a, i'm talking about a barber that could have been a fucking surgeon because he's he's so damn precise with them damn blades because you say get a barber they're gonna bring in fucking some military chinese barber dude that he fucking uh scrape your damn head and you go bald and shit so you can't just say a damn barber <laughs> yeah, right, right, right. Right. fucked up barber to, brother to new york or go to uh Go to one of them barbers. Go get, man, fuck, get ice cream. They're going to be like, hey, Prof said, they gonna be like, Prof said, get a barber. Hey, let's go down to the beauty school, to the, to the hair school real quick, <laughs> no, Ronnie no, 2K. Uh, let's go get one of them, <laughs> them students. Like, nah, B, nah, man. Right, y'all, flew, y'all flew to all these uh, arenas, man, in America. Y'all better fly to Uptown Harlem and get one of them barbers up there, man. Yeah, there man. you go. That, that's all you need. So I said, Bricks in Harlem, Bricks in New York, man. Get one of them dudes that be lining people up and having them like superstars. So how y'all feel about the uh, new my career with the whole dynamic duo thing that they're going with? I think that a lot of people aren't going to like it again, just because like orange juice, like really orange juice. A lot of people don't like that. Like we don't want to have these. Uh, Wait, that was that, his name for real? That's what the dynamic duo is going to be called. The orange. So we have you to play for Michael the Suns. No, I don't. I don't know. I'm actually not sure if you do have to play for the Suns, but that's going to be the dynamic duo. Period. It's gonna, y'all going to be orange juice. So I, like, it's, a, it's another one of these situations. You go from the president of basketball, which is going to be our default nickname, and then once you make the dynamic duo, you're going to be orange juice. So it's like it's it's a little bit better than Freak, like because Freak is just the absolute worst. But you're still getting the default nickname, and I don't know how long it's going to last either through my career. So it, it's again one of the situations where you just got to sit through it, and then after that's over, whatever they end up doing afterwards, then it's going to be like your actual my player. But we're kind of in this pre-made thing again, this pre-made situation with Michael B. Jordan and whatever uh, whoever else is going to be in there. So it's it's just it's going to be weird, and a lot of people are going to be upset again. But we're just going to have to play through it. I saw the Black Johnny Storm in the trailer. I said. I was like, I don't want to play this shit, bro. I'm good. What do you think, Prof? I don't care about my career, like, at all. If it wasn't for the fact of me having to level up my character, I would definitely play it. Um, I agree. I like, I, I wish I could just... DC or nothing like that. I wish you could just upload, uh, uh, upgrade your character from fucking Pro-Am in, in the park, like, the same way you do in the story, because I don't give a fuck about that shit either. No, all, like, in all honesty, this is what I want. This is what I've been begging for for 2K forever. I want them to have two separate players. I want them to have a my career story character and then have an online different character where you have to I agree. rank him up and unlock badges by playing online because mm. most of us that play 2K are going to be playing program or part. So that's like, it's cute, but I, I didn't give a fuck about Spike Lee's story. Um, and I really don't care about what's going on uh, in this story right now. It feels like they're wasting resources that could be focused towards something more positive. Um, as far as the actual gameplay and the demo for the preload, I actually haven't gotten a chance to play it. I plan on streaming it after this. But I know, JG, you got to play it. What do you think as far as the new mechanics in 2K17? It actually felt like easy mode. I'm not even going to lie. Like, it's extremely easy to shoot. 
So I uh, just some backstory. I made so the layup. Forward. The layup didn't bother you. The whole layup no, timing. No, not at all. Not at all. It wasn't even a factor. People were worried about that, but it's literally like the same thing. You're just shooting a regular shot. And if you played the prelude and you're shooting, like if your guy has decent shooting, whatever you know, character that you made, whatever archetype that you chose, it's very very easy. Um, so I don't know why anybody would complain about the shot meter on this one. I saw some people saying that they were complaining. Look, if you are halfway decent you can score like that it's no problem to shoot on this one so like it's it's very easy to layups there is no problem at all um it felt very fast but (laughs) (laughs) but then again like i remember when you were playing 2k16 and then you remember how you were a fucking beast in high school yeah like that's what it felt like all throughout your college career it felt like you were just beasting on people it was extremely fast and it just felt like you were overpowered so I don't know if it's going to be the same situation whenever you actually get in the NBA. It's going to be way slower. You're just going to be shitted on. But right now I can't I can't really say anything. Like if it stays uh, that fast, then I feel like the mechanics are a little bit better. I didn't really have too many situations where I was like, oh, man, that animation suck. This animation suck. Uh, you know, like steals, for example, or tip passes. It felt a little bit more fair. But there were still like some situations where you tip the pass. And then the AI reacted faster than you can. What position did did you make your character for? I played a stretch forward, power oh. forward. Okay. So, and you, do you, do you feel like them them caps that they're implementing on all the different classes is going to hinder you? No, no, not for the style that I want to play because I want to be mainly an outside shooter. But I still have options to make my dude a great defender or like a decent defender, and I I can still make some inside scoring or whatever post scoring. So it just depends on what actual play style you want to choose. There are going to be a lot of different types of players that you can make. And that's one thing that, you know, even with the trailer analysis that uh, that we do like, it's actually turned into more of a an RPG, hopefully a balanced RPG. We'll see whenever the first day comes around. But I didn't feel like it was really hindering me, or at least my position. My position was actually pretty dope. But I was looking at the other ones. Yeah, I can see how... Uh, how like you could get hindered so you just got to make sure that uh that you choose the right archetype for how you want to play or how what's or, what you, or what the needs are for your uh for your team somebody said in the chat <laughs> niggas don't care about my career y'all must have not had played basketball in high school and fucked up your knees y'all funny <laughs> <Yeah>. bro <laughs> what's your name uh what how do you how do you feel about the uh new level caps uh prof are you for it or against it uh i think it's more fair uh, certain positions, except for like, I ain't gonna lie, that that center, that that man is out here splashing threes better than point guard. Like, that, that man is looking looking really nice. The only thing I have to add on to what JG said is it does feel super easy, but I'm trying to figure out if it's because it's on pro versus it actually being on, keep like, in mind it's a demo too, like that. right? right because right. most people play on like Hall of Fame, so like that's not gonna. Well, I don't say most people, but real people play on Hall of Fame, so it's not really gonna be. I would hope not that simplistic. Like, if you make a, a point four small four, my man literally feels like LeBron. Like, I'm driving to the paint. I'm not dunking on people like I really want to, but I'm driving, getting every layup uh, animation just going in all the time. And mind you, I haven't upgraded my view at all. It's just off the bay. So I, I feel like it. JG's right. But I do like the crossing, the crossovers, because there's a lot of people on 2K, nothing but ball. Everybody knows that there's Kobe Bean, Bryant, and Michael Jordan's out there on the park and pro end. And it's annoying. So the fact that they lose stamina when they're dribbling too much, letting me know, like, you got to give the ball big though. Like, stop stop doing what you're doing in the past uh, and, and do 
plays with you versus playing as yourself. Yeah, they want you to play ball. And like and that actually goes perfectly into what I wanted to talk about. I seen like half the community seems to be for these new level caps and the other half I see crying. They said they they basically said what you said, Prof, where I agree like we should have a separate my career character and then an online character. But I see people going further and they they're complaining, they're saying there should be no level caps on the online character, which I disagree with. Because and their main argument is they'll be like Oh, what do you mean? I can't be a small forward with a seven foot wingspan that shoots three. Uh, Kevin Durant does that or whatever. And it's like, um, there's only one Kevin Durant. It's like everybody in the park wants to be KD. And it's like that KD is a very special case or everybody wants to be LeBron. LeBron's a very special case. Most of you niggas ain't even, uh, most of you niggas ain't even Spud Webb. Okay. So it's like, what, what, what are you talking about? Everybody wants to be, I, I think it's, they're trying to balance the game out. And I think what they're trying to move towards, I think 2K is trying to move towards esports. You see them already promoting their little, uh, road to the uh what is it the uh, all-star weekend tournament for uh pro-am so i think their focus this year is balancing the game and moving towards the esports and becoming more co- commercial and i'm for it like yeah. i it's less stupid shit in 2k and they're fixing it right because they tried to implement that like two hundred thousand dollar tournament and i actually watched it a little bit and oh my god it was terrible like the the players that people made <laughs> the players that people made were absolutely ridiculous so yeah they they knew that they had to fix it they had to balance the game out in order for it to make it fair uh whenever they do the official tournament so i i'm for it as well i just hope that uh that whenever the game comes out and people actually get their hands on it uh that it doesn't end up being just a shit storm of like just all small forwards and people just choose the cheese positions and they just still do the same stuff that we were having to deal with the previous years like there needs to be variety and there can be variety if people actually go out of their box and choose different positions and uh, choose something that actually works with your team like not everybody has to be a scoring powerhouse there has to be somebody that can be down low and you know doing all the dirty work so let one person take the which is really ain't a sacrifice but uh, for most people it is so let, like take the sacrifice make you a center that can actually you know do a lot on defense or make you a power forward that can be like an all-around superstar like they made a like draymond green is so like do some of that stuff and, and i think you'll be all right mm, yo what's the name uh and at this moment the uh they haven't what is it today is september 11th r.i.p to all the full assault follow soldiers and all that you know what i'm saying uh but fucking they haven't released uh my part trailer and they haven't released uh some what is it they haven't showed my team yet i don't think yeah yeah so they haven't done trailers for that at this moment so we can't really speak on that so it's only so much we can speak about on 2k the last thing i do want to say is you know shout out to the uh the 2k community on youtube like the the hype for nba 2k 17 is unreal compared to previous years and you know just to end this conversation you know i've come up with this whole theory of why niggas is out here risking their channels being taken down leaking info and gameplay and the reason everybody that niggas is acting crazy over 2k 17 is because for the past five six years and shout out to chris smooth chris smooth has been the gatekeeper for nba 2k uh, after Chris Move, it was just everybody else. <laughs> after this, Chris Move is still, you know, at the top. But you know, you've had the rise of Shakedown. You've had the rise of that. What does that do? Fredo. You've had the rise of uh, Cash Nasty. You've had a bunch of big uh, 2K YouTubers coming up in the game, and niggas see 2K17. They see these dudes with these millions of subs now, and it gives them hope. So niggas is acting crazy. They risking their channels, and y'all need to chill the fuck out. It's not that serious. It's a fucking annual basketball game with some new dunk packages. Jesus Christ! But I still think it's funny. That's just my theory. I wanted to share that with y'all. Anyway, 
<laughs> uh, let's move on to the PlayStation section of the show. Uh, uh, give that warning, fam. Give that warning. Oh, all right, all right, all right. Before we get into this news, I'm just saying, you know what I'm saying? I'm not no Sony hater. I got a PlayStation. Uh, JG got it. We all got PlayStation 4s, actually. Yes, sir. What's, what's the name? It just turns out there's a lot. Of, there's been a lot of negative press for Sony, and we gonna talk about it. So if you a Sony drone, you a Sony pony, you 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 really ride for them, and it makes you uncomfortable to hear them criticized, be criticized. Just just get past this show because it's gonna be some Sony slander going on this episode. Um, but before we get into that, let's start with something. Well, it's not really that positive because the game sucked. Uh, so we're starting off with some slander anyway. Uh, September 2016, <laughs> PlayStation Plus free games. And by free, you know, keep paying for that PSN Plus. Um, on PS4, you guys will get the Lords of the Fallen and Journey. On PS3, you the Journey is a cross-buy, so it works on PS3. You also get Prince of Persia, The Forgotten Sands, and Datura. I think that's how you pronounce it. Uh, as well as Badland. And then on PS Vita, you get Badland and Amnesia Memories. Um, if I had to make a recommendation, try out Lords of the Fallen if you are a Dark Souls fan. Of course, you can't go wrong with Prince of Persia. And if you're a hipster, play Journey. Um, those are your free games for September. All right, so since we just talked about the free games for PS Plus, let's talk about Sony announcing that they will be rise- raising the prices on PlayStation Plus uh, by $10 annually. So that bumps up PlayStation Plus membership to $60 a year. And the three-month membership is increasing from $18 to $25, which is a 39% price increase. Um, And monthly memberships will uh, be staying at $10 for 30 days. How do you guys feel about these uh, price increases on uh, PlayStation Plus? That's really bad because as soon as they did that, guess what happened the other day? PlayStation went down and people were upset. <laughs> That's not good at all, Sony. That's not good at all. People were legit upset. Like, I've seen, of course, <laughs> we and we all know who, who, was, who was being a fucking idiot about uh, about this PlayStation new. You know, these Sony ponies on YouTube. But I only saw one person legit trying to defend uh, this $60 price point. It's not good at all when you want more money and then you still can't keep your servers up. Like, we always bring up this, uh, this little excuse about maintenance but it ain't no damn maintenance if you can't keep your servers up and why would someone want to pay more for a service that constantly goes down and you're not getting anything extra uh, we understand that playstation plus is cool you do get free games but a lot of times people don't want to play those games anyways whether they're good games or not um and what other features would you have for real that would make it worth the 60 dollars? like just because you can live stream easily and because you can share your screenshots or whatever that still isn't enough for me to want to legit pay 60 dollars. um you don't give us playstation now for free either and then playstation view is out but you're not giving that for free either all of these are separate services now if you implemented those services within playstation plus then i might give you a case for it to be worth 60 dollars. but at this point hell no it's not worth 60 dollars. not even least bit somebody said why no sad music for sony we gonna put some sad music for sony when, when i edit it we're gonna do that for y'all um Yo, you gotta put the naruto music oh the the, the sad naruto yeah, joint? yeah, 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 naruto yeah. <laughs> i got you on that i got you that's so how you feel about these uh price hikes on a uh, playstation plus uh pro uh i mean jg said everything i was gonna say so uh fuck that. but uh <laughs> i don't <laughs> like there's no justification for it People that do try to defend it, like, oh, they're just keeping up with Microsoft or doing the same thing. They're not offering the same type of thing Microsoft is offering. Like, the games are nowhere near as good. I, I have a few PS Plus games that are decent, but decent is at best. They're not great. They're not good. The servers are still going down. The only thing my PlayStation has over Xbox is the fucking party system works at least. Like, that's it. So what am I paying more money for? Mind you, I'm speaking from the consumer 
point because I get PlayStation Plus for free anyway. Uh, so it doesn't really affect me that much, but it does bother the hell out of me on the other side because it's like, what are y'all paying for? What are y'all yeah, offering? That's the journey? biggest debate. Like, what are we paying for? And I think they might have been able to get away with this news if they would have came out and they was like, look, we have to increase the, the price by $10. But here's what you're going to get with it. We're going to be we're going to improve the PlayStation Plus monthly games by tenfold. We're going to be securing the servers. We're going to be adding. They're going to invent some new shit, some three step verification or some shit like they should have came out with a set of features like this is what we're going to be able to supply you guys with if you guys accept this uh, ten dollars. But it was kind of like they just came out and they was like, nah, we want more money. And it's like, huh? I mean, uh, oh, OK. Uh, so I mean, I, when you do your job right, you get a raise. When correct. You do your job wrong get fired this is basic business one-on-one from what i've been told they've been doing nothing but wrong especially on the topics that we're going to continue to talk about so yeah. what the fuck are we paying this money for B? like i'm house wait like i'm really trying to figure out where what is this money going to is it going to fixing your servers no is it going to being able to change my psn no is it going to features that we really want no so like what the fuck is it going to bro like i understand business is struggling over there even though they're doing pretty well but nah fam like what, what the fuck nintendo looking better than y'all right now mm, mm, let's switch it up though let's switch it up let's, let's something's kind of positive are you picking up a uh, playstation vr this october uh pro the only vr i have is the gear vr and that's the only one that i'm enjoying right now uh i don't i don't care it's just cool. Um, I'm having fun with it. I've played one game, but I haven't even used a controller because I, I think I have to use my PS4 controller. And I've been told it isn't that good anyway on there. But I'm just using it just to like, like my wife when she watches Netflix or something, and I'm watching Netflix. She wants to watch something else. I'm like, hey, put it on. Or it's, I'll use it. I um I I didn't play PlayStation VR, but two e two E3s ago, I got to play the Oculus Rift, and it's the same thing because it uses an Xbox controller. And I can say if it's anything like that, it is. It's weird. Because it's like you're in the game and it's like it's slightly immersive, but because you have that controller in your hand, it always like you can you you always are aware that you're playing a fucking game. It's not like the vibe where you're really like interacting with the game. Uh, so that, yeah, I agree with you. Like it, it's kind of stupid. But the reason I bring up the PlayStation VR news is because Sony announced that uh, if you purchase PlayStation VR day one, every every uh set will come with a free demo disc. Uh, the demo disc will contain eight demos. Uh, those include Drive Club VR. Uh, PlayStation World, uh, Riggs Combat League, Tumblr VR, Battlezone, E Valkyrie, Wayward Sky, and Headmaster. So, I mean, yeah, nothing that interests me in the very little. <laughs> I mean, what Yo, about Riggs? The second you just said Drive Club, I just like, nope, you're not getting my money. The second after that, like anything prior, like maybe later on, it might be fight. And this might be the dumbest question I'm going to ask on this episode. But do you have to pay for PS Plus in order to use the VR? You know, that is a good question. No, that's not even a dumb question. I don't know. You're because talking about like the connects, online, right? Like to play right. rigs online? Because it connects to the PS4. So am I going to have to pay for that? And if so, what's the VR connection going to be like? Because PlayStation is constantly going down. Is it going to go down when PlayStation goes down? Dog, imagine being in PlayStation VR and then PSN goes down or something like that. And it just fucking crashes your VSL. Your VR, now you got motion sickness, you're throwing up all over the floor. I don't know, man. I don't know. Uh, you have any thoughts on this ethos? Um, uh, hip-hop gamer is an imbecile. 
and <laughs> is a disgrace to gaming. That's all I have to say. I agree. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, pew 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 pew. Uh, Alright, so let's really get into the meat and potatoes of the Sony uh, slander. Uh, this past, uh, a couple days ago, Sony had a press conference out of the blue after the Apple event. Um, where they announced the PlayStation 4 Slim, which nobody gives a fuck about because the PlayStation 4 is already slim already. I don't think anybody was asking for that shit. Uh, and then they announced the PlayStation 4 Pro. Now, this PlayStation 4 Pro is interesting because it's not really a new console. More so of like a refresh, kind of like a mid-cycle update. And for $400, this thing will get you a one terabyte hard drive. Um, you'll be able to play what they're saying most games 1080p 60 fps it'll have hdr support um and then it's uh they claimed native 4k but the problem with that is is like it, it, this, this shit was funny to me because they claimed in the press conference that this thing will be able to display native 4k but it wasn't even an hour afterwards where i saw at least six different articles all from like mainstream sites saying this shit ain't 4k they were they're all like nah this is upscaled 4k and I feel I feel like Sony wasn't lying on stage when they said that it can display native 4K. But I think what it does is it does native 4K for like indie games, you know, games that aren't like uh, real intensive on the GPU and CPU. But like for them to get on stage and be like, yo, you're going to be playing fucking Mass Effect Andromeda and True 4K. Like, get the fuck out of here for four hundred dollars. What do y'all got to say about this one? I mean, I actually looked at the conference and as soon as I saw Spider-Man pop up and I saw everybody literally going below 30 frames not even 60 that it was nowhere near that but it was going below 30 frames i was like no they've already lost um i didn't even need to see any actual specs on the playstation 4 pro to know that since it's coming out this year this holiday season it's not going to be anywhere near 4k nowhere near and it just it really saddened me because i was seeing other people on my twitter looking at the conference at the same time and they were just so excited they're like oh my god i need this for my living room and i'm like why though this is low-key a false advertisement uh lawsuit waiting to happen it it was and then on top of that like the dude was talking about like he was really saying some technical jargon about like how your eyes perceive uh 1080p versus 4k and all this stuff and i was like People really don't know what you're talking about. They don't care. They're just looking at the visuals and they're like, oh, it looks like it looks better than what I have now. So I'm going to go get it. Like, it's, it's really that simple Dude, to um, regular consumers, man. Somebody was asking in the chat to explain it, uh, what upscaled means. It's like opening a picture in Photoshop and you drag out the corners. Like, the picture could be small, but you drag out the corners and you can make the picture 1080p. But that doesn't mean the actual image quality is 1080p. It just means you blew up the resolution. So the they, they they're basically blowing up the image and degrading the quality in the uh, in exchange for it. it it's not real native 4K. Right. Uh, and so upscaling has been going on for a while, people. It's been going on for a long time. Like think about your Xbox 360, uh, which really couldn't get to 1080p technically. But say if you had a 1080p TV. It was essentially upscaled at 720p image to 1080. So, like I said, it's been going on for a long time. You just have to really pay attention to it. So, this is essentially what the PlayStation 4 Pro will be doing. I highly doubt, like 95% sure, that it's not going to be any games near uh, native 4K. They're pretty much going to all be upscaled. Um, to to the point of, of what you're uh, saying about the upscale, ultimately, it's still going to look better than. 
what is currently on the PS4 right now. I agree. It's just it's not going to be what they're trying to get off. And that's really all what people care about. It's only us nerds and people like that are super tech geeks that care. Because like you said earlier, people are going to see it like, yo, this looks better than it did on my PS4. So why not buy it? I mm-hmm. would get the PS4 Pro and I uh, said I'm going to get it. If they do some sort of trade-in for the PS4 and they, I get like 200 for it or 150 I would most definitely get the Pro. Why not? Um, more memory, obviously. It's going to look a little bit better. Now, the other point is they took out the uh, PS4 or the Blu-ray 4K uh, player. I see a lot of people complaining about that. I actually initially started complaining about it. But then again, I was like, I don't know anybody that watches 4K Blu-ray anyway as of right now. But I'm one of those guys that feel like it's better to have it and not need it than to need it and not have it. And I feel like that was something that they took out, which was absolutely pointless considering they created Blu-ray player. Um, I feel like that was really stupid. And I give hella kudos to Microsoft for tweeting out, we have HDR support, we have Blu-ray player, and our system, Xbox One S is already out. Like, that that was beautiful uh, from, from looking at it from both sides. Like, I, I don't really know what they're doing as far as that is concerned, but ultimately it's going to be better than what we have right now. So if they do, I, I agree with what you're saying. The only problem is, is like, if you paid attention to that stage demo when they were showcasing the games, it was like, our games are running in 4k. And then like, if you saw that Spider-Man demo, that shit was running at 10 frames, bro. It's like, like dumb games was unplayable. Yeah. And and them were visuals for, uh, (laughs) for terrible performance. And right, so the game that's not even coming out that we don't even know. Right, yeah, I know. Yeah, show me something that's available right now. And this is is the piss. Like I was talking to Chase and Abel and Ricky about this. This is what pissed me off more than anything. They 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 went on and talked about 4K, blah blah blah. Showed us some cool trailers for some games, and then they stated out their mouth, "You'll be able to play Call of Duty in 4K." I don't give a fuck about playing Call of Duty in 4K. Like, where did, why did that even come up? So, like, the only lineup that they had, I think they said that Madden, FIFA, Call of Duty are going to be games that are going to be playable right away. All games that I don't really care about playing in 4K. Like, I want games like Mass Effect or Witcher and things of that nature to, to be in upscaled 4K. So I can really get the use out of it instead of just playing a multiplayer game where it doesn't really matter to me what it really looks like because I'm still going to be killing niggas whether it's 1080p or 720p. Yeah, what's the name? Uh, For me, it's like I don't I don't really... Unless they give me like at least 200, 250, I'm not trading in my PS4 for this. Like I don't I don't see the point. And then they said then they said the, it records gameplay at 1080p 30 frames. I'm like, damn, it can't even record 60 frames. We're, we're at a point on YouTube where it's like 30 frames is... I mean, you could upload it, but like, I'd rather see some gameplay in 60 frames. It's just like to call it a pro and it's still struggling to do 60 across the board on things. Uh, I don't know if it's worth uh, another 400, uh, in my opinion. Yeah, then let's talk about their price. So we still don't know what the Xbox Scorpio is going to be, but we can only speculate. We said around maybe like five, 600 uh, for what they're actually touting. But the PlayStation 4 Pro, they said not only is it come out this year, but it's going to be $400. For it to be $400 and coming out this year, I was just like, yo, this can't be right. This cannot be right. Thinking about what we have now in PCs, 
we're still not at that point where we can run native 4k or 60 frames per second so we're still having performance issues on some of these newer games and we'll get there uh, eventually but we're still not even at that point right now but for you to be charging 400 dollars for this and native 4k you're touting native 4k that's ridiculous man i i really was just upset at sony for doing that um, they could have at least waited until next year, but they're really trying to go ahead of the curve. And I feel like they're still not there yet with these quote unquote next gen consoles, because I mean, obviously, since Microsoft and Sony were both bringing out these new consoles, they know that their last consoles weren't there yet. So this is what they're actually touting. And I'm just I'm a very upset at Sony for what they're doing with this one. I They're going to drop the ball. I mean, they're going to get their money regardless because you already had people excited, but we're still not at that point that you're claiming that we are. And that's what really makes me upset. We are, what, two years into the new generation of... Uh, like two and a half, yeah. I feel like, and I've said this before, I feel like the Xbox Scorpio and the PS4 Pro are the system that we were supposed to get. Yep. I feel like they pushed the, and rushed the other systems. That's why they dealt with so many problems. And these are the ones that we're supposed to get. So people are going to be happy because like, oh my God, this is what we should have been on. But to go on with what JD just said, I damn near just spent 400 on my processor. So ain't no way in hell you telling me that that's going to be able to do all that shit that they're lying about. Like, I, it's, <laughs> it's marketing, and that's what they're supposed to do, get gullible people. And I'm going to be one of those, like I said, if they have a nice deal for 200 trade-in, I'm definitely going to go ahead and buy it. But I, I feel like that they, they reach you a little bit. They, they got to show me some games, bro. They didn't, like, what they showed on stage had the struggle, the struggle frame rate. Uh, so like they, they got to show me some games first, and then maybe if they like bundle a game or two with uh with, with the PlayStation Pro, then I would consider it with the trade-in value. But like I don't see any reason to rush out and get this day one. Now this is a great deal if you don't actually own a PS4. Like I wouldn't buy a PS4 right now. Like just save your money and wait for the PS4 Pro to come out. Did they did they give a date of when it's coming out? They said uh, November fifteenth. Oh wow, so that's around the corner. Hold exactly. On. And there's one point that you just made, uh, which was a good point. Show me the game. Why are they showing the same trailers from E3? Like they didn't show no new games that made me say, "Yo, this 4K gonna be real nice." Like they just showed the same Horizon. First of all, Horizon was beautiful, but they showed that already. The newest game that they showed was Mass Effect, and that's available everywhere. So it's not like they showed us any exclusive game. And then they showed us Spider Man, and it was still the same exact trailer. As a matter of fact, from E3, we've seen a longer trailer than that. So it's like, what are you really promoting? Like you're not really saying. This can run this game at this and be beautiful when it's all CGI and screenshots. It also didn't help that like IGN was uploading the PS4 Pro trailers and they were like, check it out in 4K and they uploaded it in 1080p. I'm like, how am I supposed <laughs> to how am I supposed to? They did that to multiple trailers. I'm like, y'all are so stupid. Like, and who was in charge of the account? You brought up a great point. Um, and, and that's the other thing. A lot of people don't even have 4K TV. So will this really benefit you? Like you also have to get a 4K TV in order for you to get the true experience. So that's more money out of your pocket. So that, that's another thing you got to think about. But just like you said, if you don't have a PS4, I would definitely get the PS4 Pro. I haven't even had the PS4 for an entire year yet. And now the PS4 Pro is about to come out. So I'm low-key heated. I'm, so um, I'm, I'm, I'm not in these pockets like that, right? I don't know who all has it, but there's got to be a very small portion of people that have a 4K TV, and they're not. Cheap. I got one, like, not TV, but monitor. I got right, monitor. but they're, they're not cheap. Is my point. Yeah, so they're still not. like four or five hundred dollars, regardless. So you're gonna have to buy a new monitor, which is preferred. So you dropping a stack just to get the whole right, combo. just to get the PS4 Pro. Like that doesn't really make sense. Like I said, Sony is 
dumb smart. They do dumb things and sometimes it pays off and it's smart and then other times they do dumb things and it doesn't work out. So are they going to pair the Pro with the TV, uh, a 4K Blu-ray player? Who knows? I think that will ultimately get people to buy it more if they do things of that nature and make like the TV cheaper or something like that. But we'll have to see what it comes up. What's the name? Uh, I just had this epiphany. Um, does, does anybody know how long Sony has been like engineering, like working on this thing? Because for them to say that it's going to come out in November kind of scares me. Because we just started he- hearing rumors about the PS4 Pro like a month or so ago. Uh, if they just kind of threw this, like slap this shit together and it comes out in November, I feel like low key we could have like another Red Ring of Death situation on our hands. No, like I, really, I really believe that this is the one that we were supposed to get in the first place. They've probably been working on this longer than they worked on the system that we Okay, have. okay. That can make yeah, sense. Like, yeah. I honestly believe that the one that we have now, they kind of put together really fast. And the one that we're getting is the one that we were supposed to get. Uh, and during their conference, they did, in fact, say that uh, their one of their president dudes, they said that um, they started development for this or thinking about this right after they released the PS4. So, so they wow. oh, this was proof because what he stated was, and this is what articles have been stating is um, Sony Pro, the PlayStation Pro is not to compete with the Scorpio. It's to compete with PC gaming because he said they after the PS3 era, they were looking at research and they found that a high they lose a lot of their people with the ecosystem halfway through the life cycle of the console because people want better performance and better graphics and the consoles die off the later you get into the generation when it comes to performance. So they looked at that and they were like, okay, how do we keep these people in our ecosystem? And it's like, all right, let's provide them with a uh, alternative for better performance. So they don't leave console. So, I mean, he's on record saying in interviews and everybody was like laughing on Twitter, like basically in a nutshell that uh, it's what we've been saying. Um, consoles are trying to compete with PC now. And this could be the this end is, of a um, console generation. This is actually a perfect segue into the next topic regarding the PlayStation four. So multiple articles have came out. Um, the Sony, Sony CEO, uh, is on record basically admitting, yeah, what Ethos was just saying, that the reason the PS4 Pro exists is because they fear the rise of PC gaming. Well, the rise of it. It's He's over. On, they, they've admitted it. Yeah, they've admitted it. This is the quote. It. It's, he, it's said, big. Um, he said, I saw some data that really influenced me. It suggested that there's a dip uh, mid-console life, uh, life cycle where the players who want the very best graphical experience will start to migrate to PC because that's obviously where it's uh, been at. We wanted to keep those people within our ecosystem by giving them the very best and the very highest performance quality so the net result of those was the PlayStation uh, PlayStation 4 Pro. So they're basically admitting it's like, yo, the PC is kicking our ass. And it's like, we're creating yeah. this because we don't want y'all to go. Like, that's yeah. that's that, it's crazy that they admitted that. Yeah, but people, of course, were in denial two years back that the PC had any relevance on the market. But we're seeing it right from coming from the head honcho that it's what they're afraid of. And the I've consoles been, have always been afraid of this for years now. We've known it since the, I'd say they've, they've known it since, uh, I'd say, 2011. I think that was the year that, like, they were like, oh, shit. Like, he, that's when PC just started to research through a renaissance. I've been we'll understanding that um, in order for these new generation of systems to compete with PC, which we all know is not really a competition because we know who won, but at least if they're going to go try to attempt to go up against them, they're going to have to make systems that are interchangeable with interchangeable parts. They're going to have to I make Steam machines, basically. The future of First of all, PS4 and Xbox. If they yeah. want to compete, compete with PC, they need to get rid of that damn price tag just to play online. Because there's yeah. no comparison. Well, that's never going to happen, though. That's never going to happen. <laughs> they and then I don't, 
I don't want that to happen. Just like we'll probably say, like we've been talking about that too. Like if you're going to go that route and have interchangeable parts, and you might as well just make a PC because that—that's what it is. Make like, the Sony gaming PC. Yeah, that doesn't make any sense at all. And, th- and this is like why, that. and this is why we've been saying this for months now. Sony and Microsoft, and this is why a lot of people are starting to believe this is the end of the console generation and like the end of perhaps exclusive like console games on uh, consoles. It's um, like I personally believe by 2020. I, what I see, what everything's showing is, I see PC becoming the dominant platform. Well, it's already dominant, but like continue to be the dominant platform. And Sony and Microsoft and Nintendo, due to struggling against it, are going to make a like Sony now. They're going to make a exclusive storefront like Steam on the PC that allows people to access their exclusive games through their storefront. And if they require you have to pay money to get access to it, like PS Now, they'll do it. But they're going to want that money. I'm saying we're already seeing it because PlayStation yeah. Now is. I actually didn't. I skipped yeah, over that skipped accident. <laughs> Yeah, by yeah. yeah, PlayStation Now is on PC, so that that's already the first. Uh, yep. yep. So this this could be the last one. Like you you could see what happens now is like because I honestly they'd save more money. Think about it. If you have it running on the PC, just running dedicated servers, you don't have to worry about your little PSN going down. They don't have to pay for keeping that up anymore. Everybody plays on free through PC, and all they do is sell software because it's 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 a fact, bro. Software. Uh, drives hardware bro like the hardware you need hardware to play the software but software sales are always going to be more than your hardware sales and hardware sales always come with a lot of implications and money issues when you sell hardware so it's way better for you to run that's why like biggest idea look at valve valve is the prime example of how software drives uh way more than hardware and they're literally surviving off of selling software they don't need them that's why they don't need to make a half-life that's why they don't need to make games anymore uh they are set for life because of uh, what this they goes did. back to what me and Prof were talking about earlier. Show us the game. They got on stage and showed us them ten frames per second bullshit ass Spider Man. Don't nobody nobody's buying four K to play Madden. Okay, we want to see some Witcher Three. We want to see some Mass Effect. We want to see some Fallout. We want to see games that are big, expansive, really taking advantage of that hardware. And they haven't showed us anything. Matter of fact, let, let, let's go into this. Are there going to be like what game? Have, did they announce one game that's really going to take advantage of the hardware? No, no. No, there was Mass Effect. They toted that by saying the pro but, was going to let go. Let's be real graphics. here. Mass Effect was coming to PC, too. bro. That was a fucking PC port on the PlayStation Four Pro. Well, I mean, that's what they've always been doing, though, right? Like every this Easter, right. they this show sure. they yeah. show the PC version and they Nothing up new. it on got Watch Dogs. They showed the PC version. They upped it on all these. Uh, they do is it's it's basically they get the game and then they have their lighting department programmers make these crazy lighting effects and all this crazy stuff to make it look beautiful on a screen and i'm telling you that's exactly what they did this e through this uh, conference sony basically turned the saturation up to 100 and made all the games look crazy saturated because that shit looked the sharpening more. <laughs> yeah literally that what they were showing was basically what an emb does on pc it's when you put you eject it into the game and it oversaturates the game and makes everything look overly like vibrant it's not graphical it's not a graphical setting that uh like actually improves texturing or improves te- uh you know the actual graphics of the game it's just basically fluff to make to perceive your eyes into believing that it's, it's like the, it's like the um don't they have that same shit on the iphone or all smartphones the hdr uh uh, filter for uh, oh, you take pictures. Yeah, no yeah. Ones, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, that enhances your image through saturation yeah. and yeah, sharpening. And, th- and that's why, really, they never. If you actually like, I watched the entire conference. They never once said native 4K. They never once the entire conference said that our games are going to running at native 4K. What they did constantly spam was HDR, 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 HDR. Okay, so that was articles that was saying native 4K, articles. Then. 
articles, the, the news ran it wrong and they were trying to, and they were like, oh, these are going to be running at 4K. But what Sony was officially trying to say was, you know, HDR, HDR upscaling, upscale. That's, those were the buzzwords they kept repeating at the conference. They stayed so far, like, and that's what people in the chat were like, but what about native 4K? And they were like straying far away from saying that word. They never want, like, I watched the entire thing. I didn't hear them once say that. Not once. But you know who did say that? Uh, Microsoft, yeah, no, not Microsoft. Oh, because did. Microsoft, I believe Microsoft. <laughs> I think, I think the Microsoft's going to do it. 4K. I saw I the specs, is. and according to this, yeah, the Microsoft, the specs they showed at E3, the Scorpio will be more powerful. So it's funny because it seems like halfway through the console cycle, Microsoft is going to flip on Sony and do everything Sony, like Microsoft did that. And then the console weaker system, changes. weaker, yeah, and it's going to change. And I guarantee you, when these two consoles drop, Microsoft's going to be the more better system. Yeah, because according to this, you know, the old teraflops. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently, uh, PS4 Pro 4.5. It uh, might be better, but what's that price going I mean, but I mean yeah, that's, that's but I mean that's anything. what everybody wants though. It's like that's what we were saying on PC. It's like you got to sell something for seven hundred. Honestly, if Microsoft comes down to Wait, Scorpio, is seven hundred dollars. Price, good, price doesn't matter on console, prof. Like price only matters when we talk PC. They'll be like, oh, it's <laughs> yeah. too expensive. But, but then when it comes to it. console, oh, the Scorpio only six hundred. Y'all don't got that. Y'all broke. Right, I, broke I saw boy. that shit on Twitter. You're broke boy. Yeah, yeah Xbox One only five hundred. Y'all don't got that. I saw that on Twitter when the Xbox One came out. Yep. I saw the exact let's, let's, let's keep it focused. Like, PlayStation is still, PS Pro is still going to outsell. I, I, I can bet that PS4 will still outsell. I don't, I don't Scorpio see. Scorpio, if the Scorpio is like $200 more. Oh, see, I don't. not. I don't agree with that because if you look the past two months, Xbox has been kicking PS4's ass in hardware sales. They, I was I had that on my notes. They they beat <laughs> they're beating them right now. And on top of this, they're having they're starting to get momentum. And if you drop this Scorpio, I'm dead ass. Like I think Microsoft should go for it. I think they should sell a seven hundred dollar, eight hundred console and say straight up, this is an upgrade. You get this, you're gonna get the performance you want. Not this half ass upscaling. No, you're gonna get like they should ether them the way Sony did them in twenty thirteen. Like they should get back at them and say, like, you know how they did they're the already doing thing? it with the fall. Fallout Mars. Yeah, they already do with the Fallout Mars. What they should do is E3. I'm telling you, so, I mean, Microsoft, you're watching this. How you dub, you, you kill them. You just straight up say, this is how you play in 4K. And they just plug it in. And it's like, no upscaling, nothing. Native 4K. They do that, they're going to insult Sony. That's like going to be a massive sign of disrespect. And they should do it. I think Microsoft deserves at least a moment of shine to at least like like step Sony yeah. down. This Xbox Sony's One is out crazy. sold PS4 the past three months, I believe. So they've yep. got mm-hmm. momentum. Um, and yeah, I, I think, I think, I think it, right. has do, it, yeah. it has to do with E3 when they announce the game everywhere. Buy yeah. it on Xbox, you get it on PC. Whew, that yeah. was that was a win for gamers. And now, isn't that just in the US though, not worldwide? Um, no, is it? That's I what somebody said in the chat. Yeah, I just uh, haven't seen it, but I also I think I seen. Well, well, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. We're talking about Microsoft here. The majority of their they're, sales they're are in the US. Right. They don't. They're basically irrelevant, like in Japan. Right. So that's what I'm saying. Like overall, I still think it'll. But I, I, I say this coming from, um, regardless of them, this is just in our country because you know this that will pertain mostly to us and what they do because there's Japan does its own thing. Japan right now is in its mobile stage right now. They're they're hyping mobile games. They they don't give a fuck about console gaming and shit like that now. Uh, and different countries have their and different if, uh, respects. So. If the if the Scorpio is as powerful as we actually think it is, like to put it like in coon terms, imagine fucking um, they do because you remember back in the day when we was younger, like. The Super Nintendo version would sometimes look better than the Genesis version, and then the Genesis version would sometimes look better than the Super Nintendo version. And imagine, they sold that as a imagine, two, and 2K did it with 2K14. They put out two different versions. Imagine them coming out with a Scorpio version that's a far superior to the PS4 version that's got yep. superior face scanning. Niggas gonna lose their mind. Oh shit, I'm really in the game. 
this shit only 700 y'all niggas can't afford that y'all oh no that pc game is too expensive but this is xbox scorpio i just bought this 4k tv for 500 in the 700 dollar console y'all ain't got that y'all yeah, broke. Sure, it's gonna be a flex item Go ahead, bro. very much uh, so say like because we keep going on the assumption that it's like six to seven hundred dollars if i which you guys already know i but if i was new to what i wanted to play uh-huh. Could I still build a PC better than what the Scorpio was saying, or is it should I get the Scorpio instead? That's that's the thing. We need to see the full on specs. Like we saw those specs, but they're using teraflops, they're using buzzwords, not using the actual like until yeah, we, we get see the, the actual lines. Yeah, until Digital Foundry and them actually get their hands on the hardware, we won't really know what it pushes. That's the problem with the pro. Like they're just putting using buzzwords. We're not. We don't have the hardware yet. So until we get that hardware, we're not going to be able to do the comparisons. But if it's anything. Um, I'm almost positive, like, this doesn't affect PC gaming. I Like you saw, TDH, there are people in the comments trying to say, oh, PC's taking an L, PC's going to be irrelevant, and, I, like, PC's in its own lane. Like, it's in the fast lane right now, and the consoles like, are, how? like, I'm trying to still... I'm still paying $20 for brand new games. What the fuck are y'all talking about? Yeah, <laughs> yeah they're still trying to play catch-up, and they're still doing catch-up. So, I and, think, even with these consoles, I don't, like, I... <laughs> imagine the PS4 Pro coming out, PC and PSN goes down that day. What you mean I'm talking about, I'm taking an L, bro? And you know that's, right. not, you know that's an option. It's gonna happen, <laughs> right? And then at the end of the day, like you mentioned, Etho, software is going to be the main thing. We need to see software, so it doesn't matter um, what it can do. We need to see the software that's going to make you actually go and buy the console. Oh, yep. You're going to be sitting there looking at nothing, <laughs> like you're yeah. going to be watching Netflix at 4K. Yeah, what is going to take advantage of the hardware? And on yeah. top of this, with the news that possibly now people said this was mistranslated, but I still wouldn't put it past Sony if this is true about this HDR patching where developers uh, could like make you have to pay for it that was um, already dispelled it, it, well though no, that's uh it was mistranslation but i believe it still stands that i think it was the mistranslation that sony said they were going to do it that it was required but i think the mistranslation was that developers have the option of it right or is it that the whole thing has been dispelled like it's just going to come patch free every time i didn't read the whole article but i but i i did read like the first paragraph and it was like it, it got dispelled but maybe i need to go back and find that and read it but yeah, if, I gotta if look that's true if they're charging for patches on the PlayStation 4 Pro. Mm-hmm. You're just giving the trophy to Microsoft. No, like just, no, no. Nobody's playing for a fucking patch. They can that's, fuck themselves. That's DRM bad, bro. That's that's. It's funny because we made fucking jokes about that two years back about paying for patches, and it might come true. That that'd be I, fucking hilarious. I wrote in my article today too. I was like, it, I get the vibe that like you remember going from the PS2 to the PS3 era, how cocky Sony was. Like I feel like they, they, they're getting that cockiness back, and they're just trying to do whatever the fuck they think they can do like and just get away with it I was like nah bro ain't nobody falling nah, i'm not paying well, for no know, patches you know every every system that comes out they always have that cocky period and then they they fuck up on the next iteration and then all of a sudden they're back to being normal but the ps2 was such a dominant system that they pretty much had the right to be a little cocky i mean it's the best selling system of all time but when it came out with what was eight hundred dollars when it first came out that that was a little like they was really really feeling themselves and then they kind of humbled themselves a little bit and now they going right back to being we the best nigga now what we ain't got no games we still ourselves like that's that's their lobby like they don't have Nintendo lobby. Mm, right. Well, overall, like it's it's just sad that like just because when the PS4 and Xbox One came out, all of those articles came out about whether this game is running 1080p 60 frames or not. Like that really really bit a hole in microsoft and, and sony's ass because like everybody was on that when it first came out and that's why we're here now essentially 
just because of those articles like because they had everybody talking about frames and performance the entire time like i i remember like during that point it was probably like a good six months to a year when those consoles first came out that like every single time a new game came out that was the tagline the article this game can't run 1080p 60 frame per second this game is 900p 60 uh, frame per second this game is actually 720p 60 frame per second this game is 1080p 30 frame per second it can't get to 60 uh 60 frame per second uh sony can do it on their console but uh, uh but microsoft can't do it on theirs like it was just embedded in your head and people started tripping out like this was one of the worst console wars i've ever seen uh but i, I like i know that i've started doing youtube you know shortly but like this is it's just crazy like how how bad it got so that's why we're here now and i feel like it's going to continue but this is the new console come out they're going to continue it shows you how much hypocrites people really are because like you go into any comment section of a gaming video and they'll be like oh i don't care about graphics and performance all i care about is gameplay but then sony stood on that conference the other day on stage on that conference all they talked about is teraflops and amd and jaguar processors niggas on twitter losing a 4k hdr this shit gonna be crazy not once did they mention a fucking game i thought no that's all y'all care about no new gameplay trailers nothing like that they just focus purely on the graphical and this might be like niggas don't play games you niggas just be flexing and shit on twitter like i don't know what these new niggas be on bro y'all don't know what y'all want um to go on what jd stated uh, you also got to blame the media because media the biggest. I mean, that's exactly, yeah. Aspect. It was the media. That because last the- year, last gen, it was nothing but 360 was better than PS3 nonstop. Yeah. And now, once they've seen that companies and even even the devs was coming out saying it was better and it was easier to do things. So they're going to go with what is the new wave. And if the Scorpio comes out to be as good as what we're saying it is, I can see them switching that wave right back. Yep, 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 and and to make matters worse, Sony decided to end the uh, the week with even even more bad PR. Um, news came out that Sony is the reason that mods are not available uh, for Fallout Four on the PS4. Uh, mods are available obviously on the PC version, but they're also available on the Xbox One. For those of you unaware, it's very easy to install. From my understanding, you just go on the menu, you click install, just like on the PC version. Um, and the reason it's not available is. Uh, they said that Sony blocked them. Sony said, uh, well, Bethesda said, after months of discussion with Sony, we regret to say that while we have long been ready to offer mod supports for the PS4, Sony has informed us that they will not approve user mods the way that they should work. But basically, they, um, the way they're explaining it is, for those of you unfamiliar with like the mod community, uh, it's, it's pretty much ran by the community, and you can upload whatever you want, and people install it and try it out. It's kind of like a free market, and Sony basically wants to control the market. And they'd be like, hey, no, you need to test this, and you need to do that, and like xbox allowed it on their platform but for some reason sony won't allow it and it's kind of a big deal because mods are a big deal for bethesda games for fallout and it's like it's it's also a big deal too because it's you're now losing a selling point microsoft can make the selling point that and they actually did on twitter they was like oh don't worry we got mods on our console (laughs) they said we have uh they said get the slim today after the pro they were like get the slim it has hdr already on it it has uh, a uh, 4k blu-ray player in it already and we have a better online service and on top of that we have fallout 4 mods people, like they were taking shots straight somebody said in the chat people stay still play fallout 4 absolutely i follow a, a, a big youtuber uh named mr maddie plays his whole channel is dedicated to fallout 4 i don't think y'all understand how big that, that community is because these mods are not there are simple mods that you can just change like skins and shit but there there's mods that add completely new areas to the game, new, new game missions. Play. Like this no. is a serious community. It completely changes the game. And it's like, oh, they got that on Xbox. Well, it's not on PS4. It it, it is a selling point that they're losing and, and it's a and shame to see. 
I'm not, not that active good member in the community, but uh, I am a very heavily uh, mod, uh, not mod, but a Fallout fan. I've been playing since two. That was one of the things I couldn't wait for when Microsoft announced or Bethesda announced that you'll be able to play it on your Xbox or whatever. And I didn't have it on my Xbox, so I was like, okay, will that become DS? I said yes, so I was like, okay, let's wait for these mods. I've seen some really funny mods on Fallout. I even seen like people were taming uh, Harambe and stuff like that. Like it, it was some really crazy mods. And I, I think was actually really waiting for that. I think for me, it wouldn't be a big deal. Like what makes it weird about this situation is if you remember E3 2013 when they announced the PS4 and the Xbox One. The Xbox One, you know, Microsoft, you know, with the whole go buy an Xbox 360 if you don't have online. They had some bad PR, and Sony came across as like they were really for the people. We don't have DMR. Yeah, you can we're the white knights. Yeah, 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 and now now they're like, well, this is total opposite. Like two, three years later, you're doing the total opposite, not uh, being for the consumer, basically. So it's, it's weird. My question is why? Like, for instance, I found out this is the dumb, top five dumbest things I've ever heard in my life. The reason why we don't have PSN right now, we can't change our gamer tag, is because they don't want people trolling people. But that was literally what they said. <laughs> so I'm wondering if that's what they're thinking by their logic. We don't want to see trolls like you know on 2K when you can make courts, you can have Pornhub and stuff like all on that. I'm wondering if that's what they're thinking. But even then, who cares? Like you're trying to make it like it's available for everything. You're trying I mean, to give people the freedom to do things, and then you're blocking that freedom. I mean, this is this goes back though. This is the fundamental um, difference between console and PC. It's it's it, it always comes down to freedom. That's what it is. The moment you buy a console, the moment you play on a certain platform, you lock yourself down to some overlord that tells you what you can and can't do. And that's and if you don't uh, provide by their rules, you get you get knocked out. You get you can't play it. Can't do it. You just leave. Uh, and then like PC, that's the biggest thing about PC is like it's just the freedom you have, which comes with its own set of flaws, but. Uh, a lot of times the pros outweigh those uh, cons uh, a lot of the time. Uh, and it, it, this just goes to show like modding is essential, especially with Bethesda games. Cause them, like I said, them niggas release games that are fucking broken day one. Like a lot of their shit does not work day one. And why people still accept that is beyond me. But uh, it, a lot of times those mods, those day one mods that come out help fix a lot of the f- like small fundamental things that Bethesda, for whatever reason, their infinite knowledge missed. Um, so to see that, like, just Sony's taking massive L's. I, I, I'm just tired of this because I've said I've said this shit for years, and everybody thought I was hating, and I was just I was just a fanboy, a PC master race elitist, and shit like that. But it it just comes back to just say, you know, um, harm is a bitch. It's like I said, you guys put Sony on a fucking pedestal. You thought they were your fucking saviors because they stopped DM, they didn't DMR their system. But I told y'all. I said they just did it as a business reason because they wanted like what I think Prof and me had this conversation a couple of years back. It was like uh, they were like, yeah, Microsoft, you go ahead. You go first. We'll be right behind you. And then they just ditched you. And then the, they just let, yeah, let because them all Then Didn't, didn't no, Donald sleep that the original PS4 was going to have DMR? Yes. No, the no, day no, one, no. the day, the, the year because one patch. Had, it, it, was, it, was, it was literally a case of they let Xbox One go up there, shoot themselves in the foot, and then they yeah. switched up last second. Right. Nah, nah, you can change the game. Like, they had, that they had day one patch got rid of it. But yep. there was also, mm. that still also happened. Like, there was times where I was playing a game and it kicked me out and said, you only have 15 minutes to play on this game because you don't own it. And yep. I'm like, what? So, like, yep. they, they just let them sit. Like, yeah. One thing I, I just want to state, I want to reiterate because he said it in the beginning, but I want to say it again. First of all, we're all gamers. We have the majority, if not all, of the system. Sony is getting this work for the bullshit they've been putting their customers through. 
as well as people are just fed up. Um, I'm personally tired. I'm on my PlayStation more than anything, <laughs> with the exception of being on Ark now on Xbox. And Have I been saying DMR hate. this whole time? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> DRM. Shout out to Halo. Shout out to Halo. My bad, y'all. <laughs> I think I said it too. <laughs> DMR. Well, you know I'm a Halo vet, so you already DMR. Oh, DMR. Uh, my bad, though. Uh, last piece of Sony news. I mean, it's not much because it was a bit of a disappointment. Uh, but it did set the internet on fire for like 24 hours. They they revealed some new Mass Effect and drama gameplay, but it's hard to even call it gameplay because it was just a, it was more of like a technical test, just showing off the gameplay. Did you have any uh, like the world and the graphics? Did you have anything you want to say about this ethos, Prof? Well, I said Mass Effect wasn't a console seller, though. But it was yeah. trending on Twitter though in the United it, States. It was trending on Twitter. They didn't even show the real gameplay trailer yet, but it's yeah. not. A, it's not a console seller. It's all good. Yeah. It looked. It looked great though. Like blew my eye sockets out. Can't wait to play it on PC, ultra wide, 4K maybe. Who knows? By it was just this. That game comes out. I will have my PC built, and I will be playing pretty much every single player that's not exclusive on PC. So um, I'm actually really excited for it um, because I'm a Mass Effect fan. I don't talk about it enough, but if you remember watching said podcast. <laughs> And I was like, he said, mad, and I was wait, mad? <laughs> yeah. like, so I'm a Mass Effect fan. I'm not, like, again, I don't uh, pretend to be super huge. Like, I'm not as big a fan as Ethos is, but I love the game, and it looked beautiful. Like, that, that game just looked beautiful. I'm not going to lie. It, it looked good. Pretty it did look beautiful. It's running on the new Frostbite, isn't it? No, it's not running yeah. on Unreal. Yeah, it's running on Frostbite, I believe. Oh, it looks beautiful. Yeah, so that should be interesting. They said that they were going to reveal a gameplay trailer real soon in the next few weeks, so I can't wait to see what that has to offer. Um, but it was interesting. It was interesting. Uh, moving on to the Xbox portion of the show, let's talk about the free Xbox game that you guys will be getting in the month of September as long as you keep paying for that Xbox Live. On the Xbox One, you will get Earthlock Festival of Magic that will be available to download all month. And then from September 15th to October 15th, you'll be able to download Assassin's Creed Chronicle China, that's that shitty 2D game. Um, on the Xbox 360, you'll be able to download Forza Horizon from September 1st to the 15th and Mirror's Edge September 16th to the 30th. Definitely cop that uh, Mirror's Edge if you've never played it before. And uh, what's the name? Keep in mind that uh, Xbox One has backward compatibility, so you can play Forza Horizon and Mirror's Edge on your Xbox One. So if you haven't played those two games, I definitely suggest checking those out. Um, other Xbox news. Um, this one kind of pissed me off. So news has came out that Gears of War 4 will not have actual crossplay like they stood on stage and announced at E3. Instead, it will have crossplay, but it will only be crossplay between the PC and Xbox One for competitive modes, they said. And they didn't really go into specifics, but by competitive, not competitive, I mean uh, co-op. So them saying co-op, I think it's safe to assume that they meant horde mode. You'll be able to play with PC and Xbox One, but they said there will be no competitive crossplay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Single player. Yeah. So there. But but the thing is, like, I was I was excited because I thought we we're gonna be able to play competitively between the PC and the Xbox One online. And it's like, nah, 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 nah. We're not doing that. How y'all feel about that news? Very, very disappointed. Like when you told me that, I was like, my heart just dropped, fam. Like I literally have plans because both of the people in my house right now, they both own Xbox Ones, and we both like uh, all of them like playing gear. So. For me to come on PC two years ago, they were highly upset, but we were like, all right, this is going to be the game. Because I remember, like, I was super excited coming back from E3, and I was like, yo, Gears is about to have crossplay, fam. Like, finally. And they were like, oh, yeah, uh, the squad's going to be back. And I was like, true. And now, it's not going to happen. 
like as a single player is cool if i can play that that's all right but i was really looking forward to like playing with them as well and multiplayer so uh like microsoft y'all were almost there y'all were almost there but literally dropped the ball i don't even understand why they're doing it because there's no advantage to playing on mouse and keyboard in a third person stop and pop everybody 99 of people are going to, they're gonna be some tryhards like eat those playing with a keyboard and mouse but most of us are playing with yeah, controllers you nigga you a tryhard i just got back playing what on keyboard and mouse? Gears. Gears. i'm gonna try it as i'm saying no, like you're, no, they're, they're, you're, you're part of the one percent but the majority of pc players are gonna play with a controller i i guess i'll try it though if it's this, this better guy. <laughs> oh my god this guy <laughs> it, 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 he said he just got back so eat those what we were saying is on oh, when you were playing gears the uh the remastered the first version? one yeah version yeah you're playing yeah you're playing with keyboard and mouse and then i went out and bought an xbox one controller so i can play with oh, okay so well yeah, that's what i started with so if like when i downloaded it that's the first thing I, that i play i ain't even try playing it with keyboard and mouse i just hooked up my controller and started playing but I'm definitely like, about I, to play Halo. With I, I don't think there's going to give people an advantage with that one. So, but, oh, you're talking about them not PvPing because of that? Yeah. Right. Oh, okay. okay. I, I, um, we, we played Gears. Uh, JG, obviously. Yeah, yeah, we did. I'm a Gears guy, man. That's what God came from. You be honest with me. Uh, I was really looking forward to finally beating PC niggas' asses on, on the game. Y'all got Rocket League. Y'all got everything else. And Gears, I was going to destroy y'all niggas. So, it actually really hurts that we can't do it. Ultimately, I'm still going to be on that Gears. That's the best thing Microsoft has for me right now. I just don't, the co-op is real. First of all, the story mode for Gears is an amazing story mode. For those of you that have never played it, I know a lot of people aren't into third person, but Gears is my favorite third person game uh, of all time, the franchise itself. Um, aside from Pokemon, Gears is my shit. Like that's that's my number two. I spent like over $700 on Gears of War by myself, like just alone. So flex on, flex on. Yo, I, I just had to, man. Like, I, ain't no <laughs> thing. I had to a little bit, but like, I, I really kind of wish I got to play this show. Regardless, I'm gonna be on PC by that time as well, so I'll be playing with y'all. True, true, true. Don't really understand that move, but just wanted to share that news. We already talked about uh Microsoft uh, outselling Sony these past few months. Um, and last piece of news, not really much to talk about. Microsoft revealed the Xbox onesie. If you're a weirdo who likes to dress up like a uh, fucking JJ uh, from uh, Good Times, when you go to bed wearing a little onesie, you can now get yourself a little Xbox One onesie when you go to bed. I think Ethos, you said you were going to pick one up? Of course. Yeah, yeah, okay. Hey, one yeah. order. I, I think it's got the little ass flap in the back. <laughs> I can take a shit. I'm going to take it off. I'll fill that up for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't get it. Moving on to Nintendo news. We got a couple of NX rumors. All right, so the first one is the Nintendo NX is rumored to have motion sensing and some type of advanced vibration um by motion sensing obviously fucking you know sensing your damn motion which is weird because this is sounding more like uh a wii u uh of course you know we also had that rumor from the last podcast with the detachable controllers so and i think they were they're supposed to be like a wiimote type controllers on the side and then this advanced uh advanced vibration like what does that even mean like do y'all want advanced vi- vibrations? Like, where the no. fuck is the bitches? <laughs> that shit sounds, yeah, I don't know about that. This shit sounds like a super Wii U or something. Like, what is this? Yeah. I'm honestly, like, before we even get into any other rumors, I'm tired of these rumors for the NX. All right, Sony finally, you know, revealed their hand. Nintendo, when you gonna reveal yours? Like, we just need to know what this is going to be. Well, they already confirmed that, um, what is it the Zelda NX that's coming like March 2017 or something like that? 
that's not too far away so because they didn't reveal it the last nintendo direct my gut tells me they're gonna pull off a fallout 4 they're gonna re or like a, um an apple they're gonna they're gonna reveal it at the top of um 2017 and then release it like a month or two later with some games i'm only playing pokemon on that motherfucker anyway to be honest with you so I, I you assuming there's that, gonna uh, be a pokemon game no they said it in the first six months there's gonna be a pokemon game like oh that. yeah they did say that okay um, okay so on the system you like assuming it's gonna handheld? be a good pokemon game i mean i don't give a damn if it's pokemon <laughs> snap at this point i'm gonna be honest with you like that's <laughs> that's what's gonna get me to buy it regardless um but i don't know what the fuck advanced vibrations is gonna do for me when i'm out here trying to catch these pokemon like, I don't know if the controller going to vibrate with the Pokemon. You're the saying when, you, when, your girl, when your girl complaining, you're not paying her enough mind, you know what I'm saying? Get her the controller, hit it with the advanced vibrations. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Frequency uh, vibrations. <laughs> the uh, other NX rumor was this game is going to be a very social console, meaning uh, the controller is going to have a share button on it so you can upload uh, videos and images to the Miiverse, Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube um so welcome to 2012 nintendo will we actually be able to have our names instead of a fucking id well that's already on the wii what like an actual name not like yeah, an that's, ID. A, that's only on the 3ds yeah, we, we don't have the no like, friend code okay no yeah, that's only on the 3ds that's just uh, stupid yeah yeah so there you go guys uh those are the nx rumors they're kind of sharing shit though you still gonna block us from uploading content right All right Hey, you know, that's a good point. Like, are we going to get a copyright strike? What the fuck? Right, yeah. <laughs> Let's low-key a Nintendo man. snitch system, bro. Like, <laughs> such and such uploaded a video. Get him. Hit him with the copyright. We're not going to act like Nintendo is the worst than Sony because, like, you can't even make your own name that you want on the system. Like, do you remember when the PlayStation through Yoshida went on the um, system and put into, like, the little me universe or whatever it's called, and he changed his name to, like, PlayStation 4 Rocks? They banned him. Like, you can't go on this system and promote any other system at all. So you can't even talk about, like, the Xbox, PlayStation, or anything else. The, the, Doc, I already know this. The Miiverse is full of fucking little man-child faggots, bro. Because I was on there playing, um... Well, I tried to play... What's that, like, paint game with the squids? Uh, uh Splatoon. Splatoon, right? And this shit didn't have no voice chat. So then I went on their forums in the Miiverse, and I posted it. I was like... I was like, maybe if you fucking faggots would stop uh, dressing up in cosplaying as fucking squid weirdos, we can get some voice chat. Y'all need to start complaining and raising your voices. I don't like your attitude, buddy. Get out of here. They fucking ban me. I'm like, bro, I, I, I didn't say it like that. But the point is, like, you they, they censor the fuck out of you on that Nintendo Miiverse. Don't you criticize Nintendo, boy. Fuck them. <laughs> What's the name? This man uh, hurt. Uh, let's see other news. Nintendo uh, announced a new 3DS, the Galaxy version. It's basically a, uh, a Nintendo 3DS XL with a space sticker on it for $200. You guys want with that? Man, whatever, though. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's I'm rumored um, that a buddy system is coming to Pokemon Go where you'll it'll allow players to basically trade Pokemon for a certain amount of time. And then you can walk around and uh, get Pokestops and, you know, Stardust for your friends. If the, you know they have like a job or a life or school, um, so basically they're making it easier for like the Pokemon Go Craigslist people that would be trying to make money and shit. You guys like that feature? Yeah. Yeah. People still play that game? Hold on, hold on, hold on, <laughs> hold on, big fella. Let them know, let them know, let them know about the buddy your channel. System, basically, so the buddy system is there's got to get Poke Candy in order to evolve your Pokemon, right? So the buddy system allows you to do that just by walking around without having to catch a certain person all the time. So it makes it easier to catch as well as in the future, they're going to add breeding so you can breed your Pokemon and get more candy, blah, blah, blah. What so does that mean? Like, it's all about evolving your Pokemon. They fucking? 
I mean, breeding, yeah, basically. <laughs> but what does the fucking get you, like though? That. You get a Pokemon that is stronger than what you know you previously had. So if you have two but Pikachus... Hold up. And if there's if there's if there's no male and female Snorlax, no, who are they fucking? Them. They're adding. Oh, okay. They, I was gonna say like, the older I know there's male and female Nidoran, but I was like, what the fuck? Yeah, the older, the older Pokemon have it. wasn't in the first like three series, but Gold and Silver they added like breeding and stuff like that. So they're gonna add that in the future. So like, you have a male and female Pikachu, and both of the stats are beastie, and you have a baby Pikachu, it'll have better stats. So that's basically the whole purpose. Of it. Are you into this? I mean, I haven't played Pokemon <laughs> Go like that, to be honest with you, even though I know I'm crazy. <laughs> no, like, seriously, like, I don't, like, I'm not playing, like, I've only played RP. I haven't played Pokemon Go in, like, a week or maybe two. So, like, I mean, it's a new feature, so I'll accept it. Um, they ended up losing, like, 12 million daily users logging on. Um, kids, but, kids about to learn the, the birds and the bees from Pokemon Go. Uh, what's the name? Uh, let's see. Pokemon Go was announced for the is, is the iWatch? Is that what you call it? That, that Apple Watch? That Apple Watch, yeah. Yeah, you guys want to play on on that that five hundred dollar piece of shit? I can see the use for it, but no. <laughs> yeah. Apple product, so whatever. True, true, true. And uh, also on the during the Apple press conference, they announced Super Mario Run is coming to iOS. What did y'all think of that? Um, crickets, crickets, crickets. <laughs> uh, no, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me let me start this off by saying because uh, I actually have a, a real thought process behind that. I actually respect Nintendo as much tra- uh, trash we give Nintendo. I appreciate them actually trying to finally expand and not be so closed minded into their own. Um, so I'm not saying the game is going to be good, but at least it's a push forward to say, hey, we bring in something that's really popular over to somewhere else. So maybe we can get this Pokemon on PlayStation. It looks yeah, like I don't. I saw they sold to the devil. Oh, you uh, iPhone's the devil? What the fuck? And Apple is. Yeah, they are. How are they the devil? They even worse than it. They worse than Nintendo at times. Right. How so? Uh, releasing uh, new iPhones every year or every half a year that barely has any new features, but since it's on the Apple platform now, then all of a sudden, oh, it's the best thing ever. So you it's don't have a problem mainly, with Apple. You have a problem the with their fans. They it's, are it's retarded. Mainly the, it's mainly for the phones. No, but... Well, Apple's doing with that, with that logic, it's 2K is the devil, it's, too. Ronnie 2K the is the devil. devil. They are yeah, the devil. they are the devil. <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking? Call of Duty's the devil. What are you talking about? Yeah. I don't know about the devil. I think their fan base is just retarded. I got an iPhone. Fuck y'all niggas. I would, uh... <laughs> the true colors I'm, come I'm out. Lie. I hate Apple so much that I can tell you so many things wrong with your shitty phone, but that'll be like a whole other podcast. Well, I'm not no Apple fanboy. Right, right. I'm just saying. I, I, I'm with AG on that. Like, I feel like it's the same thing over and over every year. It does absolutely nothing to improve, and it's always behind an Android and everything, with the exception of the very first iPhone. Like, I'm not going to continue going on because I'm. Yeah, it. It's just yeah. stupid hype every single year. It's, it's the, the fans, though. Hey, y'all better yeah, be careful. Cammy in the chat. Yeah, it's not them. It's the fans. <laughs> but it's because you bring out the products that that really doesn't have anything new, and you try to implement these so-called new features, and then everybody gets all dumb hype, like the AirPods, for example. Y'all really like that? That's a lie. That's a lie. That's a lie. Exactly. People hyping it up. The best thing iPhone ever did was fucking like FaceTime or whatever that shit is. That's, that's the, the, the only thing I can say that's definitively better on the iPhone compared to the Android that I've had is the camera is definitely better than the majority of uh, Android 
Okay. I will say the new one. The new one might be better than the Note Seven that I have, but the Note Seven right now is pretty much the nicest camera. Yeah, they Samsung is stepping it up. Samsung is stepping it up. I mean, I don't, I don't get that. My phone. No phone blow up. Shouldn't you be refunding that? <laughs> this guy. Hey, the funny thing is, I just say I don't want you going up. They didn't tell me. Like I found out about it on the internet that I did Verizon sent They just sent me a message like. Literally a few days ago, like yo, you come trade your phone in, and I'm like, bro, so if my shit would have blew up, I'm suing y'all, nigga. Yeah, like, pretty much. But like, I guess it's like a one to forty two thousand chance. I, I, I don't know. I'm not sure. Don't even take that risk, bro. Don't even take that risk. Yeah. Go on. Only uh, the only thing I like about Apple is their hardware architecture because it is amazing. I like the way that they design their products. But their design uh, so you are great. a fan, okay? It's, it's and let's, let's, so let's, hold on. let's just be perfectly honest for the diehard iPhone fans that are like. You know, super above and beyond, like that would buy iPhone toilet paper if they came out $500. Most of their parts and some of their parts are created by Samsung. So let's, let's, let's just. This is true. Yeah, the, chips, call the, the, the main component, their chipset, their A10, A9, whatever that shit, that's Samsung. Right. So for the people that complain about, and then what kills me is the people complain about the features that are on Android and the free ability to do everything, and they hate it and they be like, oh, it doesn't matter. But then once they get it, Yo, we can it's go on the water in our phone yeah. now. Yeah, what? I was like, uh, I'm just staring at my my Galaxy. Like, uh, what? Like, how did this turn into an Apple rant? <laughs> but anyways, going back to the subject, Super Mario <laughs> Run. My problem with that shit is it, it looks like it looks like they took some assets from what, what's that Mario Mario Maker on the Wii U. It looks like they took assets from the Mario Maker and just made an endless runner with it. They just regurgitated some shit on the screen. Agree. Just like, it's just gonna be fun. Like, I, I, I do agree with probably what he said. Like, that Nintendo is finally coming out of their shell. But like, if it's gonna be an Apple exclusive, that that was mainly my main point. Like, if this is gonna be an Apple exclusive, then I'll like it because they signed their soul to the devil. Um, but if it comes on Android, then I'll be like, all right. So you're, you're actually <laughs> so that going to be expand. Hey, I respect that. Anymore. Well, we already got Mario games on Android. Mm-hmm. Not, not direct. <laughs> yeah, allegedly. Not for Nintendo. I mean, we got emulators. Whoa, 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 whoa. You got emulators. Emulators are not illegal. It, it's getting the ROMs, ripping the ROMs. That's we, we know, but still, yo. I'm just saying, if you own, if you own the game and then you you emulate it, you good. You ain't that ain't legal. Yeah, that, yeah, that's legal. That's under the, the assumption they own it though. Yeah, well, that's safe. fault. that ain't my fault. I'm just saying right now. I own the game. I'm Helen Keller to this man. Right, I was gonna say, we in a gray area. You talking about a lot of alleged shit. <laughs> like I said, like I said, I own the game, thus I could play it how I want, and I'm playing it how I want on my phone. So I'm playing Pokemon on my phone. So I I'm care. calling it right now. The Super Mario Run is gonna be an endless runner, and you're gonna have like three lives. And when you die, they're gonna try to charge you five dollars for an extra life. Watch. Damn. I was thinking it was gonna be like Temple Run. Like, I, I pretty much that's what I seen. Like, it's gonna be a Temple Run skin. Yeah, an endless runner. Yeah. Um. PC news. The uh, racing game where you got to race across America from Ubisoft came out like last year or the year before, I think. The Crew. It's free on a PC. You got to download it via Uplay. It will be free starting September 14th. So if you guys want to play that for free, you can play The Crew. Just keep in mind that it's only available on PC. Just another uh, one for the PC crowd. Uh, well, depending on who you ask because the game sucks. Uh, <laughs> Halo 5 Forge. It finally released. Um... For those of you unaware, Halo 5 Forge is the map creator that can be found on Halo 5, but you can now use it on PC. 
Um, but one thing that I didn't know, and I thought it, I thought it was stupid at first. I was like, why are they putting the map creator on PC? But then we can't play the game. I was like, we're supposed to be like the the Xbox sweatshop, just making maps for these motherfuckers. It turns out I was wrong. You can actually play private matches in the game. So, and what's dope is three four three Industries announced that they will be patching in a server browser for Halo Five Forge. So uh, you'll basically be able to play private matches, and there'll be server browsers. So if you want, you can. It's basically a free to a free to play version of Halo Five on PC. If you get a small community going, you guys can play it. If you don't want to buy an Xbox One, that's an option. Uh, anybody download it? I have not tried it. Either. I oh, want my, to though. My fanboy kicks in when it comes when I hear Halo. Um, I'm I'm so gears. I Me, mean, it's just one or the other. You can't like both. So like that's when it comes to Halo. I'm like. Blind. I haven't downloaded it yet, but I'm gonna try it. I can't complain. It's free. I still haven't even tried that. Uh, what's that? That Forza Apex. I still haven't even tried that. That shit's free. Um, Intel announced their own virtual reality headset during their press conference. Um, what's supposed to be special about this VR headset, the the 100th one to be coming out, is uh, this thing has uh virtual reality, but then also augmented reality. So then it's like. It's basically like you can play Pokemon Go in the headset, but then you can see the real world at the same time. Like I, I don't know, I don't know. Did y'all, did y'all see this shit? I'm, I just don't want another VR headset. Like they're literally saturating the VR community. Like what, what is going on right now? And another thing that made this thing special um, is the computer is actually built into the headset as well as the battery. And my problem with that is when that thing gets hot, it's gonna burn your face. And what if it blows up like the battery? There goes your scalp. Oh I don't want this shit. I don't want it. I'm good. I don't know about it. So, yeah, fuck this shit. I don't even know why I put this on my notes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what's the name? Uh, no Man's Sky is dead. Uh, that's news. <laughs> what's the name? Um, so, news just came out. And this article's old. This article was published two weeks ago on the site. Right, um, so two weeks ago, we posted an article letting people know that um, No Man's Sky's uh, population has dropped to 90% on PC. Uh, it went from having 212,000 players at launch to 20,000 players. And because that was two weeks ago, I would imagine that player count is even lower now. What do you guys think uh, led to the downfall of this game? Mm-hmm. No Man's Sky? No, uh, I'm sorry. Huh? I, I, I dozed off for a second because I thought we was- <laughs> <laughs> I thought this was a game. Uh, yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That no one cares. Can we just move on? No one oh cares. my god, it's so sad. Like you know, it's funny. I was thinking, about, I almost feel bad for No Man's Sky. It's like we called this shit, but at the same time, it's sad to see that because you never want to see anybody fail. But it's like, god damn, shot. Let me ask people in the chat though. Like, do we have any fanboys that were like constantly combating us and saying that this game was going to be great? Like, how do you legit feel about this? Like, were you just extremely disappointed, or do you still think that the game is tight? Like, are you still playing it? That's an even greater question. Are you many, still playing this game? How yourself? many times have you reset the universe? <laughs> <laughs> have you, yeah, have you made it to the center of the universe? Uh, hours I will state that uh, as somebody who didn't play it, as somebody that was kind of mildly interested in it, um, because I'm into those type of exploration type of games, uh, I don't know this guy. <laughs> but like, let's no, let's let's call it what it is, fam. This the game it, that was supposed to come out like a year ago or, or more, and this is like supposed to be the revolution. You know what I'm saying? Like this Next is gen. This, this is Destiny, B. Like, yeah. hold on, hold on. we're not going, we're not, we're not going to do trash Destiny on this podcast. But 
it, it nobody worried about that game. That, you know what I'm saying? That big is supposed to be the you know the goat, and then when we finally get it, and all I'm seeing people is like flying around, but no real interaction with people or anything. Like I think the downfall of the game is the no co-op, no multiplayer. Like it's co-op wouldn't have saved this game. Do you really do you, do you really want to collect rocks with your friends? If they would have made it more, like say for instance, there was three planets. If they'd have had a private mode where it was three big planets, and you can build, customize, do whatever you want. You could tame some of the creatures, um, befriend some of the creatures, or what have you, and they attack you and stuff like that. Yes, that would have saved the game itself. I felt like that would have made it more like Minecraft, and it made it a lot better than what it did. But the fact that they stated and they lied, they said that there was co-op and you'll be able to find somebody, but it'll take 1.5 billion years or whatever. And then once somebody did find somebody in the same exact place as them and they weren't there, they blatantly lied and then apologized for lying. I think what it was is they were lying the entire time and what they were banking on is the fact that the game was so big that no one would actually find each other. But what they underestimated is if you say something, motherfuckers are going to do it just to try to prove you wrong. Oh, you can't always. get that bitch. Oh, I'm gonna go get her. Yeah, <laughs> always. So it's they underestimated. You people. Two streamers did. got together and they coordinated some shit. Oh, and they, they got in the game. I don't think it was their intention to expose that game. It was just the game was just disappointing. That's a damn shame. That's a damn shame. Um, let's talk about a real space game, Star Citizen. Um, I'm gonna let you take the floor on this one, Ethos. Uh, during Gamescom, talk about Anon, bro. Yeah, yeah. Let's talk about it briefly. During Gamescom, Star Citizen, uh, they had their own little press conference, and a motherfucker was going crazy because they revealed Star Citizen 3.0 build. Um, what were some of the new features that we got to see in that ethos? Yeah, everything No Man's Sky said it was going to be. They took shots at No Man's Sky. They said there's actual multiplayer. You could actually see the other person on your screen. <laughs> they took hella shots at No Man's Sky. Uh, you can now, they'll be procedurally generated uh, planets. Uh, you'll be able to land on those said planets. Uh, they're not claiming it's going to be 13 gajillion gajillion planets. They said there's going to be a good amount of them that you'll be able to that are procedurally made. You'll be able to land on them, land on little stations on there, uh, get missions. They showed an entire like quest like in the game, and it was flame. Like it looked like the transition to like the conversation to actually going to do it. It was like I was impressed. Uh, it looked really the great. motorcycle. Yeah, the motorcycle. Yeah, they revealed the Mako is now in the game for Mass Effect. That was great. A little plot twist at the end was great. Bro, there, there was nothing bad about that entire thing. Like, I was blown away every second of it. I that was shit just, fell off my radar, but that shit put yeah. it back on when See, I saw th- that stuff. This is how Star Citizen works. <clears throat> they hype you off the original premise. You get you fall into the hype. You buy ships. You give them money. You give them shit tons of money, and then you it dies away for you. And you like you get dis- you start to feel like oh the game's not gonna live up to it. It's gonna be a disappointment. And then right when you're like about to give up on them, they release a fucking new trailer of knowing showing new shit they're adding to the game, and you're just like you get sucked right back into it. That that's the no that's the <laughs> that's the Star Citizen hype train in a nutshell. Yeah, this man ain't not losing his mind. Oh yeah, the dragonfly. Forgot about that. Yeah, yeah, that was that. And I would say, uh, someone who knew absolutely nothing about No Man's Sky, I see No Man's Sky, Star Citizen. And um, Ethos was streaming one day. We was in Discord. Oh right, you were. You ever seen? No, you know, you want to see No Man's Sky? (laughs) 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 And I didn't know know what it was. And he showed me what it looked like. Things that I've seen on that game, the whole time I kept saying, this is what Destiny should have been like. This is what Destiny yeah. should have been like. Like, this is supposed to be. Like, that game is incredible. Like, I didn't watch the new trailer, but, man, this 
this anything like what I watched Ethos go through, that console's a Yeah, like when uh when we played the uh, version, what was it, 2.0, and like we were in space and we were going to some mission, and then I tried to go into the back of because Ethos has like a big brigadier, big brig ship, whatever the fuck you call it, like a big ass ship. Andromeda. Yeah, yeah. And in the back of his ship, you can get in an escape pod, like a fighter pilot, and you can drop out and then go go into a space fight if like your big ship is getting attacked so then i hit the wrong button and i didn't get into the ship and i ended up falling out of the fucking ship and i was just floating in the middle of space and i was like uh hello i'm like yo i thought i was just gonna die from being in space but i was just floating in space with my pistol i was like y'all gonna come back and get me i'm like yo this shit is wild like i've never seen no shit like that in the game before so i was like that shit that shit is definitely dope my biggest concern though is like even with 3.0 being revealed that shit still looks unoptimized as fucking when are they oh, gonna yeah. start working on that optimization because that frame rate was terrible exactly yeah that that seems that's my biggest worry about the game it's like they're adding in all this amazing shit, and i gotta give them prop like holy like i have not seen a game like this level of scaling and like what they're trying to do i've never seen a game attempt something like this and it's very impressive but at the end of the day it's like will it work it will it run because it doesn't matter how great the gameplay is doesn't matter how great the story is if i'm playing it at 10 frames per second i'm not gonna have fun i'm gonna get a headache so look at this guy you know they're working on it at 3.0 that's what you gotta believe in them they're gonna optimize it i promise <laughs> like let me see it all right so for me not being a star citizen fan at all it, it <laughs> eat those notes you see it we kind of got into a little a little scuff <laughs> a little, little argument a little argument and i kept telling me to play star citizen i'm like no 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 like stop fucking bothering me about this game but after looking at the live stream for 3.0 oh you did uh, see it yeah I, I watched it oh, yeah, I, pe- oh. I peeped it i, oh, okay. I didn't say anything i respect that i took a look at it I to see what was that. going on and okay. from when i watched it uh besides the optimization issues it did look nice and the fact that like they were going into different space stations and uh like they were actually doing missions because i thought that this game from what i saw y'all play i thought it was just gonna be kind of like a make your own adventure type of thing make like, your own story space. yeah, yeah, yeah. Out of space, just doing random crap i don't want to play games like that i do want a game with an actual structure and the fact that you can do missions like you'd meet up with people and talking and then you could you know either accept the mission or not um the fact that they had that it actually did have me a little bit intrigued on top of that uh what they said is later down the road what it'll be is uh like for the multiplayer side that was i think uh smuggler type of mission but like something like star wars Republic, public like there'll be different things so if you're a military guy you'll be doing military based missions and if you're you know a smuggler or a assassin like they'll they'll focus the missions towards what you're trying to be so that's going to be pretty cool I, 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 I what's the name of uh, me, yeah. me and um me and black were in discord watching the live stream when they were showing off 3.0 and what everything we saw was amazing and we both agreed if they pull off what they're talking about and this it actually comes out for life yeah no no not a pc solutions like me and black both yeah. agreed that this is going to be a game that's going to push gaming folds uh, forward oh, yeah. as far as like the culture it's gonna it's, it's gonna make every game it's like remember when like gears came out after that everybody made a shooters. stop and pop shooter yeah, yeah. it's yeah. gonna or, or when gta came out everybody started making open world games it's gonna be one of those games that pushes the culture forward and everybody's gonna be like damn they're shitting on us. We need to do something to do better. But the thing is, that's a big maybe. It's and a big until maybe. I see it, yeah, until I see it, seeing is believing for me. But Star Citizen, it's got the juice right now. We'll see. It's like the, the next Witcher. Yeah, the, the potential is there. It, it reminds me of like when Witcher three dropped, and everybody was like, "Holy shit! Like this is the new bar. Like this is next gen. You this Witcher set it for like what next gen should be like." And I feel like when Star drops, like that will be the brand new standard. I haven't seen, like I said, we've all said, I've not seen any game attempt something this big. 
at all in my life. I've and this is like shit that I dreamed of as a kid, like while playing Mass Effect. Like I dreamed of shit like doing this in a multiplayer space and like seeing it actually come to life. Like it just man, it just gets to somebody. We gonna yeah. see. Yeah. And yeah. last piece of news is in a PC news is just an announcement near Autumn Automata. I think that's how you pronounce it. Uh, uh, near, yeah, 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 near. It's coming to PC, and for those of you unaware, that is the new game from Platinum Games, the new action adventure game. Hey. Um, it looks something along the lines of Bayonetta. Uh, it was supposedly supposed to be a PS4 exclusive, but they announced they are bringing it to PC, which is dope to see because a lot of Japanese developers are bringing their games over to PC. Um, and this game looks really cool. I'm definitely picking this one up because I'm into Platinum Game shit. This looks like one. This looks like one of the games they're actually trying on. It's not some bullshit. They're just pushing out like the Transformers and the Legend of Korra bullshit. They're gonna get and the Ninja Turtle. Together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This, 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 is the, this is the next Bayonetta, I think. It looks really uh, good. So. Let's hope. Yeah, let's look, look out for that one. Uh, moving on to Multiplat News. Uh, Infinite Warfare finally got its multiplayer reveal. And they also announced that Infinite Warfare's beta will be coming out in October to PS4 first. And then later down the road on Xbox One and uh, PC. What did you guys think of the Infinite Warfare multiplayer reveal? Like Black Ops 3.5. Yeah, for what I saw, I can agree with that. I can definitely agree. I, and um, I, I don't know. I like Black Ops 3, so I don't, I'm going to give it a try, but, you know. Yeah, I mean, they, they kept their promise as far as the multiplayer with boots on the ground, uh, and they're trying to implement, like, these classes, which they really already had, but the, some of the classes I saw, like, look absolutely ridiculous, so I don't know how that people want to ultimately feel about that, so... But other, other than that, it looks like the same. It's like yeah. the same Call of Duty. I'm gonna reserve judgment until the beta comes out and we get to try it out for free. But I'm not gonna lie, that trailer came out and I was watching that shit. I was like, that would piss me off. That would that piss, would me, piss off. me off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a lot of shit in there. It was like a dude ran through like five dudes with a shield. With a shield, pulled yeah. Pulled his pistol out, killed like, another oh, dude. I'm bullshit. like, nah, fam. Yeah. Nah. Got, got vortexes and shit gonna suck you in. Like, nah, right, bro, right, that ain't so, they ain't getting my $60. Yeah, Fuck yeah, that. Yeah. That shit's like a headache, bro. Only what? thing I would, I would state is that game wasn't called Call of Duty. I think that game oh, yeah. received nowhere near the amount of hate that it did. Of course, and of course. like people used to talk about the dislikes and how like how it got ridiculous dislike. I think people are forgetting. I think the reason why it got so many dislikes is not because of the way the game looked or it played. I think it's because if you watch the video, it was at the end of the video that it stated that um, you had to buy the more uh, Deluxe. better edition yeah, yeah, yeah. in order to get Call of Duty Four, and I think it was by it standalone. And so yeah. I think that's what really pissed people off, but. I don't really care about that game. I more or less just care about Call of Duty 4. Yeah. I would pay 60 just to, to relive the I, I had in I don't know. I haven't heard anybody say this, but I feel like I'm the only one that feels like I don't feel COD 4 is going to last long. Like, I feel like it's a nostalgia trip, but I think a lot of times it's with nostalgia is we forget the certain things that are missing or gone. And then when we play it again, we're just like, oh, right. I hated that. Oh, shit. Like, like you know, like new things that modernized it like are missing. And then like you see the apparent issues like... I think a lot of people forgetting, like, yeah, COD 4 had a lot of bullshit. Like, it had Juggernaut, it had Stopping Power, it had Frag Grenades times three, it had people chucking grenades, it had all the quick scoping. Like, I know it was, like, a great thing, like, history-wise, because it was definitely a new thing, but it's like, we've played that new thing year after year after year with all the perks and stuff like that, which wasn't there when it first came out. You know, I feel like a lot of people are going to play it for, like, two weeks and be like, oh, that was a good nostalgia trip, and then they're just going to stop playing it. Like, what, I agree what's what's the purpose? Like, what, what's the, the end game why I agree is for the simple fact that uh, there's a lot of people that didn't play 
Call of Duty 4. So a lot of people's first Call of Duty was Modern Warfare 2. Yeah. I think those people are going to be very upset. I feel yeah. like the more hardcore fans are going to be the ones playing. When, when they find out about that 357 is the only thing that's in the game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. 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 That's, that's right. really what it was. Like, regardless to whether, because Call of Duty 4 is in my top three um, as far as Call of Duty 4. And I, I'm getting it for nostalgia purposes. But I think I would much rather play that than Infinite Warfare and a lot of other games that are out currently, multiplayer, shooter-wise. So I, I feel like I would put some months on that game. Yeah, I, I actually agree with Ethos. When people go yeah. back, I think they're going to lose that steam that, after a week or two. Was, that's what I was saying, too. I was like, were y'all really excited about yeah. that? Like, everything that Ethos said, like, if they take that out of the game, like, they take the stuff that was wrong with the game out, then uh, it would be a better situation and i would but be they're not changing anything yeah they're right. not changing anything it's just a graphical upgrade so it's like all the stuff you were upset about you're going to go back to it and then you're going to just make yourself enraged again so it's, what's the point like if i want to do that i'll just i'll just get call of duty 4 on a pc like i don't i don't need the graphical upgrade for me to be excited about the game again if it's maybe, the exact same game maybe they want to relive the single player that's what I said, because i'm not gonna lie when i um I, I, I had like a not like a tear up moment but you know like one of those moments where you like damn like look how far we came like when i saw ign uploaded one of how it looked originally in the remaster i just honestly i like i appreciated it i was like wow like look how fucking far we've come from like 2007 to like now and it's like you could just see like a huge difference in like lighting and the, the the facial textures and the voice like it was just like one of those moments like damn like i'm like gaming has come such a long way I'm, i like, think like um, I said, I'm, I'm i'm mildly excited for it uh, I'm, I'm on a, a fence. Like I've never really, really stated that I was buying it because I feel like I'm not getting Activision no more. Fuck Destiny, new DLC, and anything that they're coming out with until they give me money back for what I feel like I deserve. But if I happen to get it for free, I will definitely play it. Um, I won't X out Infinite Warfare just for the simple fact that I like zombies. So I'll probably end up playing that a lot more than I would the multiplayer. It's just like you stated, it's, it's nostalgic. Um, yeah, nostalgia. What's the name? So yeah, I think I think it goes to like I've always made this argument. People don't know the difference between a good and a great game. I think a good game captivates a moment in time, and I think Modern Warfare definitely captivated that moment in time. But a great game captivates the moment, but it also ages well. Like what makes Super Mario sixty four so great is you can go back and play that now, and that game still, still controls crisp right. as fuck. That game right. is still amazing. But still if you go back and play. Like, I don't know, any, some other game. Devil like May you, Cry. Fucking Devil like May Like, if Cry you compare one. the first Mass Effect to the third oh, one, man. the first Mass Effect controlled a little bit clunky. Like, it just didn't age as well compared to the third one, is what I'm saying. And I feel like, I don't think, I don't think Modern Warfare aged as well as people mm-hmm. think that, that it did. It, 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 yeah, it's uh, not, it's not a GOAT game in my opinion. Remasters. I know, like, people typically hate remasters, but the one remastered I'm actually looking forward to is the Bioshock uh, collection. Because Bioshock is one of my favorite franchises that have, you know, ever came out and i'm actually looking forward to that uh remastered are they just dropping the pc version is that what they're doing or are they like making th- mechanical changes just, no i don't think there's any like changes i think it's just doing the um, PC i wanted to replay them but you know we have them on pc so i was just gonna download it yeah i mean you you're getting a pc probably you might as well just get the pc version then you're actually right yeah <laughs> yeah because you can get it cheaper then yeah you, you get, get you get all three of them for like less than 15 dollars they gonna make you, you go. pay sixty for that? Most yeah, likely, I think they're gonna pay sixty for that ass Oh no, get, get uh, on PC, fam. Yeah, get on PC, bro. Dude, you have way better time. Problem solved. And uh, that's all I got on my show notes. Oh, 
You guys want to open it up for Q&A or are we done? Uh, yeah, we could do Q&A. Alright, it's time for the section that we call the Enlightenment, where we go to the chat and we take a few of your guys' questions and we try to answer them to the best of our ability. You, you can go ahead and pick one if you want, Prof, since you're the guest. He said, <laughs> can we talk about Destiny MLG? Um, is that a thing? Yeah, that, they that just, exists? They there he is? Yeah, they're, they're doing it now. This oh, man, uh, he's, the, he's so, the Destiny expert. You got it. Yeah, you this, tell this, it. Okay, so you guys know I play Destiny occasionally, not as much as I used to play back then. So they're adding uh, private servers so you can play against people in private homes. Um, something that they lacked that they should have had in the very beginning. I feel like that this is not going to benefit Destiny in any way, shape, or form. I feel like that that's something that should have been in the game already. And the fact that they're just now doing it, they're just trying to rehash or re-ant some fans or something like that. I feel like they should have waited till Destiny 2 to drop that. That would have been something to start it off saying, look, we're going to have competitive in Destiny 2. Here you go. We're live. We're back. Bigger, better than ever. But the fact that they're doing it on an older version of it, it's like, what is the purpose of it? So I, I don't really think that that's any beneficial at all to theory. I would just like to point out that um, Prof is a huge Destiny fan, and we, we slander Destiny on the regular. <laughs> and you yeah. see, we're able to get along. And he knows yeah. we slander it. Yeah, he knows. Yeah. And we're still able to get along. Do you know why? Because we're adults, people. Yeah, it is not that fucking serious video. Anything else? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he said Pokemon. He said he'll fight you in the street if you talk yeah, shit about Pokemon. We're we going to pass it. Everything else. This guy. If you guys could have one game remastered. I mean, like, the thing about the remastered is, are you saying that we could have a game remastered on PS4 and PC? Or PS4 and Xbox? Because, I mean, PC much you can constantly play with the new mods that update game so it's kind of like right. on on uh guess any like maybe like a graphical upgrade like it looks modernized or something right? I, I would i would change your question i'm sorry to do this to you uh, but i would have, rather ask what game do you guys want to see make a grand appearance back on the scene so for Ooh. instance like bully only motion um, <laughs> i knew it <laughs> i fucking Every time, bro. Yeah, I'm gonna say it every time. Um, Jack and Dexter probably. That'd probably be my go-to. Oh, what, 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 what are we talking about? Like a series you want to see? No, a series you want to see. A series I want to see. Oh yeah, Jack and Dexter need to come back. Definitely. Yeah, yeah. Jack and Dexter. Oh, I like the Zeno Saga come back too. That's, that's I don't feel like that would work in this days and this day and age. Yeah, it would. I mean, you already see like it, it seems like JRPGs are I prospering mean, more I mean. on PC. To be honest, yeah. than console like. Like, these new niggas just want to play 2K. Like, you, you play... Well, we already seen it. You play Dragon Ball Z and Zelda. Like, you're considered a cornball if you play a hardcore game. But Dragon Ball Z, though? Like, that's... <laughs> yeah, so, like, if they're clowning you for Dragon Ball Z, then, you know, like, a JRPG. Like, you really... You're really a lame in their uh, eyes. I would like to see uh, a Cypher. Oh, yeah. Cypher felt it wasn't bad, yeah. Oh, man. Um, other than that, I ain't already got any more questions. I'm asking really the same question. Yeah, we yeah, rather at it. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, all right, well, we appreciate everybody coming through to the live version of the show. This has been Gaming Illuminati episode 54. And since you are the guest, Prof, you got the floor. What's your closing statement for tonight's episode? Yo. Uh, I do this on GMG all the time, so I do want to uh, end this on this note. I want to take the time out to say rest in peace to all the people that lost their lives five years ago. Uh, on this tragic day, uh, all the firemen, police officers that saved lives and also lost their lives in the process of doing this. This is a very tragic event. Uh, rest in peace to all those people. Uh, on a brighter note, uh, 
Uh, check out GFG on Wednesday. I appreciate you guys for having me on. Y'all know y'all my second family. I'm finally here, baby. God has finally blessed the podcast. And also check out my channel, UTS Pops is great for Pokemon Go news, as well as everything else. Once this PC is built, I'm playing with y'all more, as well as everything. I'll ask you what. Hey. And uh, Ethos, you got the floor. It's closing statement for Game of Lunati episode 54. Gil. Y'all pray for me. I'm about to kill myself with these oh, double-way cry camera games. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> the, the chat cooking you right yeah. now. He apologized. Uh, but pray for me. I'm trying to get through this devil may cry and my worst enemy is this camera. He was right. This shit's literally giving me cancer. But that's it. Oh, bro. oh that's right. Let the people know. You you bought a PS you just bought a PS2 and you over here playing it. They was asking we got consoles. This man over here playing PS2. Yeah, I'm playing a PS2 and the funny shit is this shit playing 60 FPS on like this PS4, bro. <laughs> <laughs> that's a damn shit. <laughs> I just can't, bro. Oh, I'm playing more about PS2 than my PS4. Y'all pray for me, bro. <laughs> God damn. Alright, JG, you got the floor. What's your closing statement for Game of Lunati episode 54? Go. Man, America's game is on right now. Y'all see the Giants and the Cowboys, but this is America's gaming podcast. Shout out to y'all, man. 54 episodes in, man. 54 episodes in. And shout out to Prop as well, because I've known this dude for a long time. And I don't know why y'all constantly been saying, but I guess because I'm, I'm more in the spotlight. But no, I'm not the leader, fam. Like, obviously was the one who uh, who took me in. So, uh, it's a shout out to this man. It, it's been a long time coming for you coming on this podcast, so... And today we're, we're proud to announce Prof has officially joined the GI. We've made a trade <laughs> and he's now part of our crew and we gave GMG uh, Ace. So <laughs> you'll see these changes starting in 2017. Oh my, gosh. Uh, my closing statement for tonight is uh, before this podcast, I used to feel so devastated. At times, I thought we'd never make it, but now we're on our way to greatness, and all it ever took was patience. Thank you. This has been Gaming Illuminati, episode 54. If you guys didn't know, the show is available on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher Radio, and Google Play. And, of course, if you want to check out the video version, it'll be available at YouTube.com slash The Black Hokage. I'd like to thank everybody for coming through and checking out the show once again, but we got shit to do. Motherfuckers gotta eat. Motherfuckers gotta go fuck they bitch. So we out. Bye. <laughs>